What is up, Chomp Nation? Welcome to another edition of the Chomp Cast. A very Toe special the game. Podcast. <laughs> very special game of the year edition of the Chomp Cast. <laughs> we know life is precious and your time is valuable. So thank you for making our show a part of your day. Hopefully we can return the favor by enhancing the grind of life just a little bit. You know, just listening to our show gives you those legendary life boons you need to survive 2021. Nice little Hades reference there. Make sure you you check out. (laughs) Make sure you check out swordchomp.com if you want easy shortcuts to all our merchandise, our Patreon page, written reviews, and more. Um, Everything that you could possibly want is found there. Swordchomp.com. And make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you get podcasts and leave a kind five star rating on iTunes. Game of the year has begun. Bum, bum, bum. The first of three weeks, a very special Game of the Year podcast start right now. This week, we're going to break down and discuss several of our favorite musical choices from the games of 2020 that meant so much to us. Next week, we'll have our categorical breakdown of the year, you know, everything like best art direction, best character, things like that. And the week after will be the big one. That's what she said. As we count down our top five games of 2020. Um, but this week is all about the music that affected us the most in 2020. And uh, of course, I'm going to run down the first round of the Gimme of the Year voting from the Swordchomp Instagram page. So let's get right to intros. Who is going to be handing out their personal awards today? Boom, 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 boom. It's his first game of the year from New York. The one and only Rich Meister is here. And Rich, I just have one thing to say to you, and that is, welcome to the Thundaga Dome, bitch. You, this is like you did like a Final Fantasy thing there. That's right. That's right. And, you know, the Thunder, you th- heard the Thunder Dome thing, right? I know. Like, yeah. I've, yeah. We've all seen Mad Max. Okay. Uh, I almost you know, Mad, one- Mad Max took place in 2021. <sighs> I guess. I guess if you want to be all gloom and doom rich, I'm trying to be positive here. I'm all positivity and well, joy. That's your problem. Happiness. That's not don't, true. Actually. Don't push your shit on me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Rich, this is exciting. This is your first. You know, you know, you have no no, no idea really what to expect because it's very different than the the past years for us. But this is your first year, so it's all new to you. I, right? I was gonna be a dick. You don't really know what to expect because exactly, I've never listened to this show. It's true. It's true. That was actually, that was the most important thing before we hired you. We said, now you've never actually listened to the podcast, right? And you were like, yes, I never have. Okay, good. Because that would have been a deal breaker. So. Um, I How would I have, if I had ever listened to the podcast, I would have never agreed to have bought a stake in it. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I know. But that kind of ruins the joke. Thank you. Um, no, but we're, we're excited, Rich, to have you for your first uh, game of the year spectacular. Hopefully. We'll start a new era where it is less contentious than it has been in the past and more joyous and full of I think this, this show in particular will, will not be crazy contentious. Well, yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully not. I mean, at the end of the day, the contention doesn't really change anything. It's not like we yell at each other and any sort of views get changed. We just hate each other more. Well, what will happen is like if I see an opportunity to really like roll over on my own opinion just to smash someone else's dreams. I'm going to immediately seize that opportunity. Mm. All right. Well, good to know. 
revealing strategies early, but I appreciate the uh, transparency. That's for sure. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> Gotta be upfront about this stuff. That was not my ding, by the way. Mine is turned off. Not your mine. ding. It was not my ding. <laughs> not his. <laughs> not my ding. Someone else's ding ding. So quick um, to sell somebody out. Thanks for being here, Rich, from New York. Of course, from Japan, the one and only Shay Layton joins us. And let me tell you, this man can bang a drum like he can bang a... Drum. How you doing? Oh, um, Shay's in the bathroom right now. And uh, <laughs> let me tell you, as his uh, maternal grandmother, mm-hmm. uh, he can definitely bang more than one thing I tell you what. <laughs> what? <laughs> He said he can bang more than one thing. I no, tell you I am... what. <laughs> I'm confused about a number of things. Why would Shay's maternal grandmother know that? Why is she in Japan? He... And why is she smoking an entire pack of Pall Mall Red? Well, because he's banging his grandmother. That's the joke. I don't think so. That's a little dirty. <laughs> Listen, honey. I am the best wingman on this side of the seven seas. I don't oh, know why there are seven. Buddy. But I'm the best wing. I guess I'd be a wing woman, wouldn't I? Wing, <laughs> be whatever woman. you want. I'm not here to fucking judge your wing life. person. I guess would be the best one. Look, gender's a societal construct. You can be any wing you want, really. And uh, I'm not smoking paw malls. <laughs> they don't have paw malls here in uh, Japan, but they do have camels. <laughs> is is the? Oh, I was gonna say, is, is <laughs> like a what, what's Japan? a Japan specific brand? Is it just called yeah. like Pachinko Parlor Haze? <laughs> it's it's called. I don't want to make that joke. Never mind. What's up, guys? It's good to be here. I'm really excited for oh, this game of the year. There should be stuff. a brand called Salary Man. If you want to see a really dark joke, sign up for our Patreon page because the darkest joke of the year was made, and you can find it. And it's only January. Patreon, Instagram. Oh my God! And you know what? No one was. Well, I'm sure there are people that were not happy about it, but most part, they were happy about it. So they approve of our disgust. See, we've set a precedent with our patrons that we are vile human beings. So really, you know. Once well, you set you that are. expectation, you're good. And probably, well, we're all vile in different ways. For me, it's more like the, the sexual side of being vile. Um, I was just upset that they were giving the Riddler his own flavor of Mountain Dew. <laughs> because I don't think there should be a Mountain Dew flavor that tastes like Paul Dano. Oh, and this man. is where I beg I, to differ, Rich. I do. <laughs> I would do anything. I would lick Paul Dano's ass crack. You know what's right? kind of funny? Think they- Give us a Jeremy Irons flavor. You know what's kind of funny, and I think it's I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the transition to Morgan so he can use it. There's a mm-hmm. member of this crew that's starting to look a little like Paul Dano with his hair right now. Yeah, I know who that is. Hmm. It's true. And that member is Joshua Fowler joining us from Michigan. Has his hair down, not in his usual bun. He's not in his samurai mode today. He's letting it all out. He's letting it down. Well, after making that joke, there was there's no honor left to be had there's had to had to let oh, the top knot yeah. down that's true he's <laughs> that's right no Morgan's gonna have dojo. to commit sudoku after that mm-hmm. <laughs> you can sure try <laughs> it took me a minute to process that joke that's terrible and i found it way funnier than it even is <laughs> it was not that funny rich but thank you i, I actually feel good right now <laughs> Uh, I figured I was going to get a few groans and then Morgan <laughs> giving me shit like from the last time I made that joke. Uh, no, it was fun. Thanks. No, thanks you know, uh, I think, you know, that earns you the title. You're you're a real... Fuck, what? I can't even remember. 
don't know what's Daddy, you have a real daddy cake legs. All daddy cake legs. Daddy cake legs. Oh, there you got it in. You're a real daddy cake legs. Uh, so they call you in Japan, Daddy Cake. You know what they say when I go to the office? They're like, "Hey, it's old Daddy Cake Legs. Konnichiwa, old Daddy Cake Legs, coming into the office. What's what's that dripping on the back of your legs there, old Cake Legs? Oh God. Um. Anyways, thanks for being here, Josh. We have a lot of fun music to count down. Um. I of course am General Mountain Time here from what. From Montana, um, Morgan. If uh, if you're freaky, and look, uh, a quick order of business we need to get out of the way. Morgan is On legally the... changing his name to Toe Thumbs, Old Toe Thumbs. <laughs> That's the middle name, Morgan Toe Dash Thumbs. We got J- Joshua Dano, uh, Old Morgan Toe Thumbs, Daddy Cake Legs, and Just... Mr. New York, New York himself. <laughs> yeah. I had they... a whole. Yeah, I had a whole intro about somebody being great at the skin flute, and I didn't even have to use it. That's how smoothly it went today. Yeah, this so, is thank you. hell of a hell of a narrative we've weaved. <laughs> ain't that the truth? Um, now, speaking of weaving narratives, our audience on the Swordshot Instagram page is busy weaving the narrative of their favorite game of the year. Um, so the first round happened. Uh, these are the only polls we really have to discuss this week, really briefly. The first round happened this past Tuesday. Round two will be next week, and then round three. So we need to wave a honorable goodbye to Ford contenders that have been eliminated. To the um, Ford contender? Was that to a... four, four. Oh, okay. <laughs> the Ford, Ford tough. It's a Ford fucking Ranger! <laughs> we came back around to that as well. Yeah, I'm bringing them all back in this intro. So, um, everybody, we need to politely wave goodbye Well, to Cyberpunk 2077 was eliminated. Um, Final it's weird Fantasy that that never came out. Final Fantasy VII Remake was eliminated. Uh, Ori was eliminated. And Animal Crossing was eliminated. Yeah, so I have a slight bone to pick with you on this poll, to be honest with you. Why did you put Ori against The Last of Us 2 instead of Hades? Which, because those were both indie titles, and why didn't you put Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven against The Last of Us two? Um, well, because they have to go each other at each other eventually. Um, but what I do every year is, uh, so I take the six game game of the year nominees from the Game Awards, and then I add two wild cards. So because Ori and Cyberpunk were not nominated, and I figured they would probably get. Uh, eliminated pretty quick. So you know, like in sports, you have seeding. So what I did was I I took basically the the highest seeds, uh, based off of whether it be like awards or critical reception, and then I put them up against the the lower seeds because I figured that, um, and then the kind of they kind of bunched. So it's it's sort of the idea of like how if the Lakers have like the best record, they would go up against an eighth seed. You know what I mean? That's so not that's how the- I would have done it. I would have what I would have done was I would have called Adam Sessler at his house. And he would have been like, Rich, stop calling here. Leave my family alone. And I would have been like, Adam, just tell me what games I should match up against each other. And then I'll leave you alone for 365 days. It's a deal we have. It's, people are generally pretty predictable in this way. Like, I mean, the first round in particular, no matter what you match it up against, it's going to... They're pretty predictable. Like, I'm pretty sure we would have probably guessed all four of those games. Would have, I mean, I was a little shocked that this Final Fantasy VII remake got bashed so handily by an 81 Metacritic in uh, Ghost of Tsushima, but it got its lights kicked out. Good God. I'm glad um, you brought up Metacritic, uh, Morgan, because I actually wanted to tell you something 
that I feel like you as a person would really enjoy because I noticed it the other day and I was like, that's a very Morgan decision. Mm -hmm. um, on uh, NBC's streaming service, Peacock, one of the pieces of data they give you when you hover over a movie or TV show is its Rotten Tomatoes score. Huh. Well, that's cool. Rotten Tomatoes aggregates their things a little differently, but I do check it out from time to time. It's um more of a, like... Yeah, I don't want to break it down right now, but I yeah, I used I, I used to love Rotten Tomatoes. I would go there every day as a kid and just hang out. It's a fun place. As a kid? Um, yeah, as a kid. Yeah, he's been around for a long time. His so. parents would drop him off there and <laughs> we just throw pick him up the next day. <laughs> I went to the after school program at Rotten Tomatoes. But I mean that's the thing. I mean, uh, Hades is just so popular it would have probably wiped the floor with Ori anyway. And I was you know, I was more surprised at Animal Crossing um, I mean, look, I honestly, I know Shay's really passionate about Ori and I wanted to, and it's a great game and I wanted to nominate it mostly for Shay. It was basically just wanted to put it in there for you. Um, Thanks buddy. I'm just, a great I'm, game. Just, <clears throat> I'm just pretty much bitter that, uh, I, it makes sense that the last of us two would win for the average audience, but, um, you know, never said, uh, the people who vote on those polls are the brightest. You're no average gamer. Hmm. You're what Shay's we call very a pro gamer. Ori. I mean, I mean, Ori is a great game, but it's very traditional. You know, it's you know what you're getting kind of a thing. I don't um, think it's. Let's let's all. argue about that during the third well, week of the show. Oh, I was going to ask yeah. you, Rich, did you ever finish Ori? I did not. Oh, you have two um, weeks to do it, my friend. It's pretty, and Shay pretty expects crazy it to be weeks. in your top five, or else he's going to be real pissed at you. I think it'll probably be on my top ten list, regardless of me finishing it or not. The the, um, the thing is, I don't play? I don't need anybody to finish a game or even have played a game to make them put it on their top five list, as I've proven in the past. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Um. Anyways, so yeah yeah it was it was brutal for ori but you know it got at least it got repped here it didn't get repped at the game awards at all it didn't even get a nomination over doom unfortunately uh and but you know people were like doom because doom wiped the floor with animal crossing even with our audience so i nominated all the phillips cdi zelda games yeah it was a, it was a, and i thought that was a good nomination so thank really you did. thank you mm -hmm. um but it's hard you know when you're going up against the best game ever made but let's get to some music here um i'm really excited for this show in particular but i thought you said final uh, fantasy 7 remake got eliminated oh yes i mean that is a a fair precursor we have <laughs> i'm gonna tell you right now shay and rich are living in 1997 because i got a lot of final fantasy 7 music. really fucking um, dope year <laughs> <laughs> compared, compared to 2020, 97 was fucking straight That's fire. That's true. 97 was, compared to 2020, 97 was a great year. 97 was, year was straight fire, and 2020 was literally on fire during the first few fire. months. Yeah. Bro, you're, you're going to give me Final Fantasy 7? You're going to give me, you're going to, I'm going to get Crash 2? It's 1997, baby. Last year was 1997. Just on fire. You know, you know what I wanted to do? It didn't work out with my seating principle, which I, I try to be consistent every single year, but I thought it would have been cool to put Ori up against Doom Eternal because Doom Eternal like got the nomination at the Game Awards that I felt like it didn't really deserve. But I think it would have been more heartbreaking to see Doom Eternal beat Ori. I think that would have been just to see, <laughs> I don't think to see it in person. <laughs> yeah. It, to you know, cause yeah. it yourself instead yeah. of, yeah. I, I probably wouldn't quit the podcast. I, the, you know, that's, that's a reasonable reaction. 
that'll be a good discussion for later weeks. Like what it is, I will never understand why Ori has that issue connecting with people, but I have theories. We'll talk about that in a couple weeks. Um, two, but still a great game. And couple, we have a, a couple is technically two, Rich. Yeah, it's true. Not the way I couple up. It's at least it's at least three people. <laughs> I don't even know what you were trying to say. What is this bit? I don't know. It's like a not the way he couples up. Apparently, Um, oh, Mister New York, New York himself. When they couple up down there, it's it's nasty. Um, All right, so we're gonna start things off with a nice way to flow into discussion. All right, so I ended up making a couple creative little videos I can use, but the irony of all the time I spent last night making these like uh, montage videos of music is that I was up to like one in the morning and then the, the choices themselves were just so scattered. Like even if somebody and all had the multiple clips you put in there from Trigun, no one's going to get to see except you. <laughs> yo, yo, Vash the Stampede's <laughs> fucking straight fire. Man, I have not, I have not thought about Trigun in a long time. I think about Trigun uh, at least three times a day. <laughs> yeah. Other things are forgettable. All right. So, so, uh, talk shit about it was Trigun, just difficult man. because sometimes, Sometimes if like if there was two songs from a game, but like one person wanted to be for like their song of the year, then that's a whole different category. So I couldn't really put it with the the montage because then it just it just fucked everything up. So whatever, we're just gonna play the music in the original order for the most part. But I do have a very special, probably the hardest I've ever worked on anything for game of the year. At, at the very end, I'm excited to show you guys. It's like a nice little joke, um, slash mm. cool thing. But uh, and a one big surprise. Well, but let's kick. That's disappointing. Ahead, Josh. We're years you- into this. Years into this, just found out that he puts less effort into this annual extravaganza than a, <laughs> than a joke that gets cut. I was going to say, Josh, mm. I think the jo- the surprise is going to be he's going to take our top song and he's going to send us a 30 second clip to him just jerking off to the BPM mm. of that song. <laughs> Dude, you know how many takes I have a game of the year show, guys. I had to hydrate. And for future reference, Morgan, I think you should wait to see what our reaction is to the thing before you tell us it's the hardest you've ever worked on something for the show. Well, I mean, that's re- that's relative to me just overhyping it. You know, I love a good mm. overhype. Um. All right, so this is the let's start with favorite menu music. This is a new category for this year, sort of as an homage to those classic days as a kid. We'd grow up, turn a game on, maybe go make a sandwich, and you'd hear that menu screen playing for ten minutes while you were making some PB and J or something, you know, or you sat there. Mm. You took ten minutes to make a PB. If your parents don't love you enough to keep Totinos in the house, oh, Totinos we got Totinos pizza rolls. I gotta be quiet. I don't know if those are love, Josh. I really don't. I ate those for six months saving money in college, and I really developed oh, – it was cancer. Yeah, because um, that's all you were eating. No, that is all I was eating because to save money. Um, but anyways, yeah, that's so, not a lot of the people who are really, really adamant that ramen is horrible for you. and Because they eat They're, like they're talking day. about that whole year they ate nothing but ramen in college. But ramen, yeah. Yeah. yeah, or like, like yeah that, or no, that. it's terrible if you've just eaten top ramen for the last nine months. Or yeah. yeah, I think then there's those rare cases of people like just eating ramen and dying because that's all they eat in college. I, I, don't you don't you love the people who are like, I make the ramen, but I pour out the broth, so it's better for. I'm like that. No, that's hmm. not the problem. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, this one of the most saddest stories of my life is spending all my money on weed and then just eating ramen for four days and like crying. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm so poor. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I knew why I was poor, but I was so sad that I couldn't stop buying pot because I had an addiction. All right, so let's. Uh, you were not addicted to pot. Oh. You, man, you can very much get addicted to pot. Um, it's it's a bit it's it's habit forming. Absolutely. There's nothing in the pot that's addictive. It's your own addictive personality. As someone who's seen the yeah. desktop of his computer, get, I can confirm oh he's addicted God. to literally everything. You can be. I wasn't can, addicted. Yeah. I wasn't addicted to smoking weed. I was addicted to banging that girl I was buying weed for. Yeah, there's no addictive drug in video games. But you can get addicted to those too. I used to suck dick for coke. You ever suck dick for weed? <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to feel a lot better about my past. That's for sure. You All know, right. So there was I, once upon a time where I did say I would snort a lot of coke. Off a of Morgan Yu's boner. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Morgan Yu, as in the protagonist from Prey. That's right. Well, he's a he's a handsome guy. Sometimes when you when you said that's that the way we shave, it was like a no. Really hope he's spelling that. <laughs> hope so. All I right, hope I all his right, prey. all right. So, um, favorite menu screen music is a fun little throwback category. So let's see what happens. Uh, for starters, there was only one. There was definitely some games that multiple people brought up, but similarly, but there was only really one same thing that was chosen by two people. Ironically, purely coincidentally, it happened in this first round by both I and Rich. Weirdly enough, and it was from. Well, I'll play the music and you tell me what it's from. Hades. Yes. What do I win? You have to buzz her in. But thanks for giving me the answer. Uh, Hades? Can our can our buzzer be something really, really overtly sexual? Just just go Auga! So that is No Escape or the Intro to Hades by Darren Korb, um, which is very, for me, that was, uh, although Shay sent one that I totally forgot about that's pretty amazing that we'll talk about in a, in a couple seconds here. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's a pretty, it just gets right to the point. And they're, all right, let's go fuck some shit up. You and I both knew we were, we were picking that weirdly, um, like we talked about the other night, and it's... Uh, when I think about like menu music from this year, that is the first one that comes to mind. I think in part uh, because I idled a lot in Hades. Like, well, I put I put a ton of time into that game, and I was often doing other things and going back to it. And that song just kind of ended up being this weird like catharsis for me, where I very much want to spend a hundred dollars on that vinyl now. Um, <laughs> I don't blame you, man. Like oh, yeah. Darren Korb's music, even all the way back from Bastion, has been sublime. I'm I'm absolutely uh, fine with you guys giving that an award because I love the fact that he stuck with Supergiant through all four of their games. And, and all of his work is, like, phenomenal. It's like phenomenal, the and you know it's him, is yeah. the thing. It's distinctively him, but also distinctively different for each game. Yeah. For sure. Really for enough, sure. I, they, they, is that, they play a variation of it when you fight Hades, too, um, which is pretty cool. Um Unless it's the same, I don't think it's the same exact version. I'm pretty sure it's a variation of it, uh, if I remember right. But I think, unfortunately, Hades for a lot of people is going to be a game that 
This is like my weird rationale for it. I played it with the music on for a couple times, but generally speaking, I take it off the dock, I crank that intro music, and then when I start playing the game, I turn the volume down. Uh, and that's that's just because it's oh, a I Switch had that game. Volume way up. That's, well, you're playing on PC, like you, like I'm saying. For me, it's a Switch uh, game. I, I guess that's fair, but even it, still, I play a lot of Switch stuff with um headphones on. Well, oh, do you, well, I have children, so I can't ignore them like that. Um, <laughs> that sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> exactly. Couldn't I you could. just put like an earbud in? So I don't even know. Daddy, I pooped in my pants. Shut up! Just, I'm playing Hades. I just feel guilty, like kind of after this run. Like that, after this run, know? I always feel, I already feel guilty. I know you got the game. runs, but after I finish my run, then we'll take care of your run. <laughs> Looks like somebody's got <laughs> but, the old daddy cake legs. <laughs> I just wonder. I mean, if there'll be people that maybe because it's a portable, people have a tendency to like mute their mobile games and their and stuff like that. So right or wrong, I just it's a theory that I'm just no, no. I, I don't think um you're you're wrong. I'm sure there are a lot of people that do that. And again, it could be because I played that game on PC, so I have that association with it. Like, that is a game where it feels it would feel distinctly weird to mute it to me. Uh-huh. Do you do you think? Um, I wanted you guys to get this out now because nobody sent me any music from Hades for the the music portion, so it didn't really connect with any of us on that level. How did you guys feel about the soundtrack overall? Excellent for, for Hades. Yeah, fantastic. There's too much good it's- stuff this year. Like. I honestly exactly. think my top 12 could have all been top three. Like, just as far as, like, the level of quality, it's just a matter of, you know, the one that yeah connected personally more. But, like, they... I, yeah, I had a lot of stuff I liked this year. The, the stuff I went with ended up being the stuff I was listening to more and more, even when I wasn't gaming. Mm-hmm. Like, just, I had, like, and Hades was one of those, of, like, these three soundtracks that I just kind of had on repeat while I was doing other things. like consistently for the most part throughout the year because a lot of my picks are from pretty early on in the year Hmm. interesting yeah i i really like the haiti soundtrack like you morgan i was playing playing it on my switch so i didn't hear the music as much as something like bastion which is still to this day my favorite uh darren corp soundtrack out of the four of them uh and that's probably largely due to nostalgia but yeah it's still a really good soundtrack it's still very enjoyable to listen to like uh rich is saying like you can put it on when you're doing other stuff and it's great for ambience so yeah i think it's like I, the, I really the, it. what i heard of the soundtrack sound like it was more design like he really designed it for that the fact that people are going to play all those runs over and over and over and over again so maybe it's like i did i probably had more of a connection with both the pyre soundtrack and bastion as well so but um it's yeah it's, it still seems like you know great darren corb stuff Mm kind of know what you're getting at this point does a great job and uh that intro music is pretty rad all right so um shay sent me for his menu music um this is a pretty cool one because uh when i heard it i was like oh fuck i totally forgot about that for for reasons we'll get into but uh but yeah it's it's really cool so you guys try to guess hold on i wasn't sure if we were doing a top three for this so I I sent you three I think didn't I? No. Yeah, um, I didn't. But I'll, for menu music? Yeah, I sent you three. Oh, I, I thought we were doing a top oh, three. Okay, so well then, so which one do you want me to play then? Because weirdly enough, I thought you're you have you and Rich had so many Final Fantasy VII things that like I'm um I got confused. So your number one main menu theme that you want me to play would be from. I'm I'm. 
Do you want the Final Fantasy VII, the Ori, or the S.O. Oh. He's trying to do it all secretly. <laughs> okay. Well, disappointing, because I actually really liked your number three. All I right. Know. I know. Uh, all right. Um, let's take a trip back to 1997. load times are longer in 97 that's right that's <laughs> <laughs> you true. really had to take that all in josh if you were an expert editor like i know you are you would I'm, you would edit in the the startup i'm uh, absolutely putting the ps1 startup the PS1 sound before startup. That. <laughs> yes. yes yes that's exactly what you need to put there yeah Masturbation video of this, I'm gonna fucking kill you. That of course <laughs> is I can look, I can masturbate to anything, and I will. Um you yeah, that tell of course me what to do. Is the legendary uh theme from Final Fantasy Seven. That's right. Um the the remake. Now, what yeah. was it was there anything really distinctive that you noticed in the instrumentation about was it just like an orchestral version of the original, basically? Um, uh, it's, it's a little bit different. Uh, it's obviously it's remastered for 2020 also there. Um, there's a little bit different instrumentation in there. It doesn't deviate too much and it's not as, um, during that time, obviously they were kind of coming out of the eight bit, 16 bit sounding music. So there's still a little bit of that in there. But it's and still they kind of worked tracks. it out. And, yeah. And, man, I got to tell you, I know we're going to probably do this for each one of these categories today. This one was mm-hmm. super hard for me. Like, my runner, my number four was Crash Bandicoot 4, because that music really harkens back. That Another nostalgia trip. Uh, my number three was Streets of Rage 4, which is the one that Morgan really liked. That I fucking love that music, too. That, that title screen music is amazing. Because those soundtracks have always been amazing. Um, Ori and the Will of the Wisps was a damn close second for me. But for me, I had to pick uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Because I remember, I remember when that game dropped this year. And it was during the height of the shutdown orders. And uh, is when everything was starting. And I remember just being like, man, is this game really coming out? And I was I was excited, but I was also hesitant. And I remember, you know, the night before, because I think it was one of the last days of work before I was sent on the uh, stay-at-home orders. And I had I had sat down the following day after having downloaded it, and I turned the game on, and it's loading everything up, and then the title screen comes on, and that music came on, and legitimately, I just sat there, staring at the title screen music, and Tears were coming down my face, and I was like, "Oh my god, this game actually came out!" I, I I was blown away that the fact that it actually we got it. 
I, I remember and, that week you and I talking about that, like just kind of having chills at those menus and stuff. And I'm yeah. like, God, we're losers, but I feel great about all of this. I don't care. I don't <laughs> care. Like, I'm sure there are people out there being snarky, like, oh, you didn't get the whole game. It's only the first. <laughs> but like, for that being one of my favorite games of all time, us to finally get a remake that has been rumored for years and years and years to finally get that was just amazing. So I, I understand a, a big part of that is driven by nostalgia and that's fine. Um, at the end of the day, the, no menu, no title screen got more emotion out of me than this game. So it had to be my number one. Final Fantasy VII fans were very, very, very happy this year. Um, ain't that truth? Ain't mm-hmm. that the truth? Although they're not happy this week because apparently Ghost of Tsushima knocked it off, which seems even weird to me. All right, now this is Josh's choice for. Ghost is real good. <clears throat> Josh is Josh's choice for. Sorry, I had a cough, something in my throat there. Mm. Um, let's see if we can guess what it is, guys. See if we can guess what it is. Oh, I know what this is. This is Paradise Killer. No. What fucking game is this? Jesus Christ, shit. You, you know that, uh... That video of the, uh, the cyber goths dancing under a bridge? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's Shay. Right now. This is this is the actual song they're listening to. Mm-hmm. I was getting whiplash just watching it. Yeah. I feel like I'm about to walk into a club, not move my feet at all, just kind of halfway thrust my hips around looking at people. Like I'm the fucking man. I'm gonna guess this is uh, Haven, but I have not gotten to Haven yet. You are right. It is Haven. It is Haven. Congratulations. Yeah. Haven. That yeah, actually made like me want to play that, that this weekend. Isn't that a couple that's like moved into like? I was watching something on that. They like moved into that, their sci-fi apartment. Yeah, they moved into their science fiction elope or something like that, and they're like taking care of the land or something. I don't know. It's weird. I I can't explain it. Um. Well, I'll, I'll briefly get into it then, just to kind of explain it. Um, anyway, the two of you are... It's essentially 1984 with, uh, you know, chosen mates and whatnot, sort of a deal, but then the two of them have uh, have escaped from the uh, the planet they're supposed to live on and have crashed on this other one. They're sort of building a life there. Yeah, build, the building side. a new life on this planet. That it's a very pretty looking on. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it looks cool. The uh, this the music in general was great, but mm-hmm. there's so many of the great songs were just like right off the bat. Right as soon as you turn it on, it was the main theme. It was the title stuff. Um, Ori and the Will of the Wisps was absolutely one of the close runners up there um as well because that's got just an amazing um just main theme uh yeah that shows yeah, up every time so. you turn the game on um and yeah of course it's hard to beat the nostalgia of final fantasy 7 as well but yeah the uh 
something you don't really get from the music alone is that that's the song that plays every time you turn the game on along with like a watercolor animated music video that goes along with it um leading up to you know like the title showing up and whatnot and i don't think i ever skipped past that um turning the game on to a you know go into a play session well, it sounds like if you do that, you go to jail. It's like skipping the intro to Evangelion. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you just go to, uh, directly to prison if you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's cool. And uh, it's a, a really kind of a th- I'm Look, I'm all about a good watercolor. I'm, I love a good watercolor. Not a good watermelon, but I love That's why they call them watercolor barns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> watercolor toe thumb barns. That's right. Um, I dip my toe thumbs in watercolors. It's, it's a painting fetish. I'm hmm. really into it. Uh, uh, Make, makes, makes you and the wife go on a paint night it's very weird for everyone else oh uh, yeah too messy for they're me. like you have to leave um, this chilies alright <laughs> uh, I'm sorry I think right, you so, mean Applebee's let's take <laughs> oh, yeah you're right well, I'm sorry Let's take about 30 seconds of silent deliberation in our heads to think about this as we head into the deliberation round right now and while we do that Let's go. Hey, is this a good time to use the can? I just want the drop. I want the drop. <coughs> we need the drop. It's it's coming. It's coming. Persona. <laughs> All right. So um, now we will uh, deliberate. So uh, who wants to start with an opening sort of? Uh, what do you guys think? What do you think we should do? I think my vote is for Moon. Yeah, same. <laughs> I think it's going to be hard to say anything other than Hades at this point because two people put it on their list. But also two people said that Ori was the number two run up as well. I could also really be persuaded over to Final Fantasy, Shay. <laughs> I mean, I Final Fantasy is is unequivocally the best. You know, it did wanted... I say that word right? I feel like I fucked that word up. Unequivocal, unequivocal. Wow, you're really you're really toe thumbing it up over there. <laughs> I'm really daddy daddy cake legs in it up over here. Um, <laughs> it's tough. How did I yeah, fuck that I word mean, up. Unequivocally. Yeah, I didn't. Unequivocally. Have... No, I got it. Unequivocally. Unequivocally. No, it's not. It's. I'm pretty sure he's correct. It's unequivocal. Well, am I? Am I Morgan Barnesing it up right now? You're just putting bees in where they don't belong. Jo- Josh did mention this, so um, just just so we can see how we yeah, feel it's unequivocal. About it. oh, no. How did I um, fuck that one? Anyways, anyways, um, anyways, 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 anyways. Okay, so right now, Final Fantasy VII is the best music of this year for the title screen. It's like it's not even a, a contest. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Rich and I cried. That's true. How do you we argue both with that. Cry. 
I, I'm trying to find a nice way to avoid tackling that. Um. Also, he also he cried in Japan, which means that wherever I, Nobu Metsu was, he was like, I sense a disturbance, and just pressed his hand up against a window while a single raindrop splattered against it. I, I do Listen, think, yeah, I do think it's very sweet that you guys had that that connection for sure. Um, if you guys Rich, were, go ahead. I'm I'm gonna tell you right now. When I went to that concert in 2018, and I got to see Nobuo Uematsu um, conduct some of the songs that we grew up with as children, and I got to go up on stage at the end and meet some of the band and play music with them, and oh. It made like it made hearing that intro music that much more meaningful. I'm telling you, man. I wish you could have been there. Like it, all, like all seriousness aside of trying to select a, a one for our topic, man. I wish you could have been there for that. It was so cool. Yeah, I'm sure Richard loved it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Nambui Omatsu. I mean, <laughs> that's right. I can't laugh. I fucked unequivocally up, so mm-hmm. I can't laugh this episode. No buoy you made to. <laughs> it's uh, yep. no buoy you matsu ball. Yep. No, what was that name? It's of the old your episode? boy Uematsu. <laughs> what was the name of the old episode? It was like no buoy aoi or something. Aoi Amatsu or something. No buoy uh, It was like yep. an inside joke about Shay hurting those <laughs> no Japanese buoy, vaginas. No buoy. Yeah, no buoy aoi or something. Um, I, I mean, I. Look, for what it's worth, I think they're all great selections. Um, I um, I think that there's a good chance Ori might be getting a lot more love in the later round if you guys wanted to spread it out a little. Yeah, um, yeah, I think Ori's going to get a lot more love, so I'm okay with that going, like yeah, would... not being the choice here. I just want it known that the Ori title screen music is fucking divine. Um, it's and then fire. I let it go no one's that. here to debate that. But I think really it's between Hades and Final Fantasy VII at this point. Yeah. Again, those were both on my list. For soundtrack and for title or for for menu music, yeah. so yeah, yeah. Um, um, honestly, I'm not. For me, obviously, it's going to be Final Fantasy VII. Like my my me throwing my hat in the ring there, just because it has more meaning. But at the same time, I don't know. I think Hades is probably well. <laughs> I think Hades is probably going to get more love this year than Final Fantasy VII. But I don't think we should decide it that way either. No, I don't think so. I mean, yeah, for me, as far as how I'm going to always throw my hat in the ring is probably just I I really love giving those remakes accolades. But like when I think of 2020, I I like to think of something maybe that's, you know, less like um, that's the basically the same music of one of the greatest OSTs yeah. of all time. So that's like you, how do you you can't fuck that up even if you wanted to. Um, well, they, oh so no, you they could. could they could have and they man- yeah. managed to make it feel. I even think it's more really th- easy to fuck up remixing a truly beloved soundtrack. Right, yeah. and they made it feel fresh for 2020. Is the thing that's I think that's what's so underrated here is like even I though, think that might stand out more in other places than just the intro. If I'm being honest, on that soundtrack yeah. as a whole, because that's. Like, more or less the exact same song with yeah like updated instrumentals like i think some of the stuff they did with like proper remixes later on like i'll bring up the the song uh like um those who fight further and stuff which i think is a phenomenal track like yeah like the the intro music is great don't get me wrong i just think there are more impressive parts of that soundtrack based off like again stuff they did with retooling those existing tracks did did you did you cry to any of the other title screen music, Rich? I did not. <laughs> um, 
I cried uh, during Hades, but not during that song because I was being robbed, um, and the guy had a gun. Oh, okay, that's fair. I mean, I'm okay with it going to Hades. Um, I will silently keep my protest to myself. Don't be loud, man. But I think I think it's Hades for me on this. I think you guys category. are wrong, but that's I'm okay with it going to Hades as well. I like. I mean, the, no, the I, title I screen music for Hades is amazing. I, I just, I, yeah. I can think you're wrong, and I can also concede. I don't think you're wrong, Shay. I just think that you had a very personal experience based off your. Nostalgia, I think I shared that that personal. I think that's okay. You know, I, 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 I don't I, think. No, I, I agree with you, Morgan, because I, I think I shared that personal experience as well. But I would say probably like more so for this. Like, if I'm thinking of all of us collectively, I think we like, and I really do want to spotlight Hades in places, and maybe like part of that's bleeding through. And like when I think of Hades, that track immediately booms into my head. I I think I think yeah, more is collectively it's good. Like it's really impactful for two. Uh, yeah. Final Fantasy VII is really impactful for two people. It means something to both Josh and Morgan, but not as much. Where Hades, I think we all love it to some degree. Yeah, my vote's Hades. Okay, as long Hades. as we're not doing Moon. <laughs> I, you know what that's our we're gonna give it the josh and rich uh award <laughs> which is the award for all the weird uh you know chopping after darks that we did that were just us this year mm-hmm. right um all right so for this next uh congratulations to hades on best menu music and darren corb we're gonna i'm gonna send you a uh, dick pic <laughs> So you, I don't actually have a real trophy to send you. Otherwise, I would love to. I wish we could get like real trophies made and send them to people. That would be really cool. But we don't have that kind of budget. So, um. Anyways, uh, let me get this JPEG up so I can kick off round two. Speaking of crying, um, let's see here. I need to put that away. Have any, if you guys have any lighters ready? I'm gonna Just do a, a single. world premiere. On the, uh, let me get my guitar out here, here. All right. I'm going to have to put my, <laughs> I'm going to put, have to awkwardly read these notes. So I play a minute of this song. This will be me performing live on the Chompcast. Hopefully Josh's audio will be great if this is not. Well, I mean, future your days, audio should be the, the good one here, hopefully. Exactly. Future Days as sung by Troy Baker as sung by Joel as sung by Morgan Barnes. The four layer burrito. Sorry, go. ladies, he's sterile. <laughs> if I ever were to lose you, I'd surely lose myself. Everything that I have found here, I've not found by myself. Try sometimes and you'll succeed To make this man of me All my stolen missing parts I've no need for them anymore And I believe Cause I can see our future days days of you and me can, can you play a few can you play that uh, but don't sing just for a second 
lucky for us, there's no way uh, copyright censors will pick that up. There we go. Can I'm you... sorry. I had to have no, no, no. Really, can you play that for a few more seconds? Just play the play the notes you just played. Could you hear it? Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just don't sing. Just for a okay. second. Just for a bit. Okay. Okay. Hold okay. On. Thank you. Just play the notes. <laughs> Frantic, tick, 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 talk. Frantic. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's all I wanted to do. Thank you. Frantic, tick, 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 talk. <laughs> Good job, Morgan. Oh, future days. All right. Anyways, um, ladies and Good gentlemen, job, Daddy that Cake is a, legs. a cool song. Um, that's toe thumbs, not. I'm cake legs. I'm sorry. Toe thumbs. I'm sorry, I, Daddy. I, I'm kind of interested by the idea that uh, of I was watching um, Troy Baker uh, play that last night as I was kind of preparing for it, and I was kind of fascinated through by his, the idea of through like, his window or. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I, I wish I really do. Um, <laughs> I like, told you to get away like, from my kid, man. Troy, I'm, I'm respond to my DMs, please. Um, no, but like you have to. So he had to. It's interesting because when he sings it as Joel, Joel is not supposed to be a good singer. So he has to almost like he has to be Joel and then sing a heartfelt song as somebody who's not really a good singer, which is really interesting. This is why he's just a regular guy. He's not like a a vocalist, per se. Um, And uh, that song, the context of the song, I thought was very pretty the first time through. But, yeah, definitely the second time I played the game was like a gut punch after the scene on the porch at the end where he's playing and they try to have that moment of forgiveness. When you come back around and play the second time, the whole future days thing, how you have all those flashbacks um, once he's dead, once Joel's been beaten to death. But the flashbacks are of these... Like very happy moments, these very sweet moments, my these future days, um, and you know how the the guitar is just such a that gift he gives to her at that moment. Like it's it's a beautiful song, but it's it's not the Pearl Jam version that I think is amazing. Whatever, it's a, it's a pretty song. It's it's the fact that one of the best voice actors in our industry and this legendary character he played this you know in uh, this really emotional piece. Um, it's like a big part of the game. So I think, yeah, that song, I mean, I know that it ended up getting kind of blowing up as like a generic choice because I didn't, I didn't know that it was going to be this big thing where it was going to get played by Eddie Vedder at the game awards and all this stuff kind of surprised me. Um, Eddie Vedder thought he was at the Gotham awards. I prefer the, the Joel version because he sings it worse and, and the, the Eddie Vedder at the game awards was singing it too good. He was just trying too hard to sing it. Um, he was I don't think he was notes. really trying. That's just, He's the one who performed. Yeah, it's his <laughs> song. He can sing it however he wants. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just a cool thing. Like I, I just think it's a fun idea. Be, being a character, then pretending to sing as that character who's not supposed to be a great it singer. It is a but weird still... concept when you think about it. Because like, it's not like the character of Joel is Troy's voice. It's him doing a character. Yes. So like, it's one thing to do a character, but then to be like, now I need to sing a song as that character. I always thought it was pretty close to, to Troy Baker's voice until I heard them side by side. And Joel, yeah, Joel is surprisingly different. I always thought that's just what Troy Baker sounded like. Yeah, um, I have respect to anybody who can sing in character, period. Mm. Like, that shit's hard to do. I can only do it as Marvin the Martian. That's why until this song, the best song ever performed was the uh, Nations of the World by one Yakko Warner. Yes. I thought yes. you were going to say the best song ever was the best day ever. Sung by SpongeBob. Mm. 
<laughs> but that is what Tom <laughs> Kenny sounds like. Best day ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, one final note here is they pull up um, Josh's song. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Um, the very, uh, as I was preparing for that scene last night, I forgotten that at the very beginning of that scene, you actually play the notes on guitar, um, for the first time you have to actually play the chords out, you strum them. And then he starts playing me like strum the little touch pad or whatever. It's like, it's a very nice little touch. So, um, very, yeah, very I cool really scene. should not have smashed my controller and then burned it after that scene, but it's just really hard not to after a solo like that. <laughs> it's hard to follow up. Uh, all right. Um, hopefully that translates on the actual audio. Who knows? Who knows? Actually, went out and bought a capo today, but it didn't sound as good with the capo. And then I watched Eddie Vedder play it live, and he was not using a capo, so I decided to not use a capo. All right. So wow, you're so um, got to so work out them fingies. What a yeah, coward yeah. you are! It's it's a it's a pretty easy song offer for like the guitar portion of it is easy. All right. So um. Here we go. Let's um actually I'm gonna go to Rich's next song. Sorry, I didn't mean to tease you there. Or um Rich's choice for song of the year. I will just play and you guys can guess what it's from. You'll never guess. I think you might. called Those Who Fight Further from the Final Fantasy VII soundtrack. Uh, Rich, take it away. Tell us about that song. Uh, So easily, I think I obviously talked a little bit earlier about how much I fucking love the soundtrack for this game and how much I love what they've done with remixing a lot of the old battle themes and stuff from the original game. Um, That song is used a few times to great effect in that game, but I, I just love the battle music of Final Fantasy VII Remake in general. Um, the pick I went with is from the fight with Rufus um, on the rooftop. And just that was one of like the pure uh, like adrenaline filled moments for me. I actually I think I think I messaged Shay at the time about it where I described the rooftop fight with Rufus as like peak fucking anime bullshit. Like it is an end of One Piece arc Luffy fight. Like yeah. it is just insane levels of stupid. And I loved everything about it. Yeah, it, is, it was a great fight. The music complemented it very well. Made it very epic. Added, added a little sense of urgency in something that was ridiculous for sure. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Cool. Very cool. All right. Uh, great choice. All right. And um, Shay would like this to be his choice for Song of the Year. See if you can guess what it is and where it is from in five, 
four, three, two, one. Oh, it's from the Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> God, I want to buy a $17 cheeseburger. How much are the chicken nuggets <laughs> that look like dinosaurs? It's at Disneyland, right? No. Well, there is one at Disneyland, but it's not exclusively a Disneyland thing. So that is um, Sanctuary in the Glades. You do- oh my gosh, Josh, I was just thinking the same thing. Weird. Um, <laughs> I was going to sing along, but I decided against don't, it. Don't tell Gareth that. He's a great guy. Um, Sanctuary in the Glades. I have some more. I have some stuff to say about Ori in the next uh, round or whatever, but that is a Sanctuary in the Glades. If you will. Yes. Very serene. Yes, That's the, is that the menu? That's the opening menu music? No, 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 no. no. Okay. That's so that is when you go into that little hub area where all the good characters are at. It's it's in the glade, literally. <laughs> um, oh, yes, yes, yeah, like the yes, I know talking about, of course. Yeah, when you, like that's where you upgrade your your character and your web or your uh, abilities and you can bring the seeds that you find to that mm-hmm. area and kind of add to the uh sanctuary there. That's where you um, turn in your engrams and talk to the speaker. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, yes. So <laughs> that's where Eris Moon I know, is. I don't know why. I thought we were doing top three categories this year for all of these, so I selected top three for each one of these. I I swore that we had decided that, but um, the reason why I'm saying this is because initially this was my number three choice. Um, number two is Once Upon a Universe from. There you I'm go. Sure, I pronounce her name Ivy and Surashi. Um, from Ickenfell. I know Slash. I'm pronouncing that a little bit. Hmm? Slash. Sudash. Oh, Sudash. Yeah. Sorry. I read that wrong. Just makes it easier. It anyways. If you think and about him as, you know, the guy from Guns N' Roses. That's right. Same, same guy. Axel same Rose. guy. And then, actually, same guy. <laughs> Disclaimer, not actually same guy. Er- <laughs> actually, same guy, though. Exact same guy. My initial number one was going to be Aerith's theme, Home Again, from Final Fantasy VII Remake. But as I was sitting here thinking about it, I pulled an audible. Because that song also very much sounds like the original. Very, very, very similar. Not identical, but very similar. Well, um, and Shay, not to, I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I mean, we still have the whole, the whole next category to go through. So we can still mention those when we do that. Oh, I will. I will. Yeah, for sure. Um... And because I picked the title music and it sounds so similar to the original that I thought that maybe I should highlight a game song that also resonated with me a lot. All three of these tracks resonated with me a ton, but I remember every time I played Ori, 
and I would get into that little section and that music would start, I would get this overwhelming feeling of just hearth and warmth. Just going in there is like, oh man, this feels, this feels like a home right now in a video game. It was a weird, it was a very weird feeling just like getting in there and I just wanted to spend time in there and usually in a game I'm not so keen on spending a lot of time on upgrading my character like I just do what I want to do I don't like think about strat like deep rooted strategies or anything like that I just I want to get in and out and play the game like I'm I don't want to get lost in the menus but I love the menus I'm sure you do (laughs) but because of this game and especially the music I just wanted to spend all my like so much free time just in this area just to hear the music and just to explore. It just it felt like home. I I I don't know how else to describe it. So I I'm perfectly okay with this being my top choice of song for the year because it's it's fucking amazing. So good. Yeah. Yeah, this yeah, I mean it's good you spread it around. Like you said, we'll have a chance to talk about it when we do this uh, our you know favorite music in the in the next round a little bit we'll do a jump around just grab some fun examples but um try to keep it as free form as we can but okay yeah so the are we doing a top three for soundtracks um i asked for yeah that's what everyone provided everyone okay. gave me three samples from those so okay. i was going to kind of jump around a little okay cool jump as long around. As it's top three in soundtracks i'm okay with that um yeah and and yeah i know that's one thing for me weirdly enough the ordering of the stuff other than my number one i was not I was like, you know, I just want to play some music and talk about it kind of a thing. Like, mm-hmm. um, That's chill, bro. But yes, I know that is important to get that top three. We'll definitely do that for you in the next round. Um, okay, uh, cool. So let's see here. Uh, Joshua Fowler sent me this dear track. Just make sure it's going to play the right one. For play it for us. Best song, if you will. Guess what it's from. Okay, this is Paradise Killer. There it is, you got it. Japanese anime? This game's anime is fun. That's weird. You didn't, like, I don't know what we talked about. You seem to enjoy it, but I didn't remember you being that Maybe in retrospect, you seem to enjoy it. It's, it's a really stylish game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the soundtrack is just excellent. Excellent. Paradise, mm-hmm. stay forever. Yeah, we we didn't get there, but there's a there's By a there's, there's there's a six sax solo coming up not long after that. It's funky as fuck. Oh yes. Oh, is there really? Hold on. So let me see. Wait, oh no, I, see. <laughs> no, 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 no. We can fix I'll that in post. Swing the solo. Am I close? Um, I think it's after this one. 
There it is. It's, that's right. There's a key change when it goes into the saxophone. Talk about music you want to fuck to between that and the oh, sorry, okay. uh, between that and the, um, the streets of rage. It's more like streets of well, engage. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything either. If you're streets if you're of horny, Picard. streets of engage number one. <laughs> more like streets of dick. All right. Um. All right. So <laughs> <No>. <laughs> just streets, streets of rage. More like streets of cock. <laughs> <laughs> Why is cock inherently funnier? I don't know. Yeah, dick just sounds a little juvenile, and cock is just like a, it also juvenile, but there's something abrasive Suck about my it. Cock, cock. It's like spunk. It's got it should not be abrasive. It. it no. <laughs> no. 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 Unless it's like a it cat is. or some shit. You know. I think. Oh, I think that <laughs> that phonetic <laughs> sound is a little bit more aggr- aggressive and abrasive than cock. the dick sound. So, yeah. is just like more punchy than d. So if we're saying dick, it's like uh, well, kind of smoothing me out. Dick of it. sounds kind of sad. Cock. It's like, like shit. Like, I'm excited. That kiss sound dick, got me all perked mm, up and shit. Dick. dick. Yeah, dick is kind of a downer. Dick. Dick. Yeah. Cock. Cock. I'm pretty. I'm a pretty upbeat guy. Uh. <laughs> That's right. They do call it rich. Rich. Yeah, dick is another name for rich, isn't it? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting how that works. Um, Mister, you want to suck my dickmeister? <laughs> rich, you want to choke on my rich? Thanks. That um, was uh, Shay uh, Daddy Cake Legs Layton. Uh. <laughs> hey, you know me. Just m- good old Daddy Cake Legs over here. Caking uh, it up. Um. Okay, so okay, so a lot of cool, a lot of different songs there. Yeah, I don't really know what we do here. I mean, we're just, there's, we're all over the place. So I've never known what we do here. Yeah, uh, what do we, what do we, do we make something? I don't know. I really don't know. Do we buy or sell something? It all, what, why, why, why do we do what we do? One year it'll just be easier to just give out awards, but not have to worry about consensus. All right, let's see here. Weirdly, I... Um, uh, I do like all of these picks. Mm-hmm. Mm. Morgan, make an impassioned plea. Go. Well, I did uh, go through the trouble. Sing us another verse. I did. <laughs> oh, and <laughs> you think you should get special live. treatment because you did the worst version of the song available? Mm. Yes, that's 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 my plea. I took a song and performed it as poorly as I possibly could. Uh, with minimal preparation, uh, I like live. I like Josh's pick because that's the only one I dance to between the four of ours. It is, yeah. You know what? <laughs> I, Paradise Killer is fucking like amazing dancing soundtrack. Dancing is fun, yeah. Who doesn't love dancing? Um, and I th- and I really liked Ori too, but I think I have a really good feeling potentially about Ori songs in the next round. Um, I'm not concerned about that. Like I'm like we've done that in past years where we like. We give like concession awards. I'm not doing that this year. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, fuck face. Yeah, no. I Whoa! <laughs> I wasn't thinking about it like a uh, concession, but um, oh, okay. I, I see. Okay. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah. For sure. No, like uh, that's kind I, of I love my choice, but I also know my choice is highly specific and personalized to me. But when Josh played his, we were all fucking dancing, man. 
I'm I'm very in the Paradise Killer boat right now. To be honest, like I, that actually reminded me of. It. I <laughs> wish I had thought to listen to that soundtrack again when I was making picks for today because that is a great. Uh, like it, you're bringing me back to memories of when it was still kind of warm out, and I was just having a drink on my porch, uh, bl- blasting Paradise Killer because I was playing on Switch. Oh yeah. Um, good times. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey. All right, Paradise Killer. It is. I think it's three votes for Paradise Killer, baby. Well, I, I, I'm not, I'm not anti Paradise Killer. I, just, I don't have any familiarity with the game, so I don't really. Mm. I, I don't either. I just love that <laughs> track, and I, yeah. I definitely want to hear it again. I, I'd highly suggest you give it another listen. But I, yeah, I mean, I think that's, I think that's Paradise Killer, baby. I mean, the only other reasonable choice I think that we could pick there would be the Final Fantasy VII track, which is a great track. But like, I. I I'm willing to concede that for for Paradise Killer because that again fantastic. Okay. All right. Yeah, it seems like they're uh, feeling generous for you, Josh. I like it. I really uh yeah. Live, I, I I probably wouldn't have uh, gotten that sympathy if I hadn't uh, insisted on the sax solo. Yeah, the sax like I was on un- <laughs> I was unsure. Un- to put it over the top. For you. <laughs> and then I was yeah. like, wait, oh, play that one George Michael song, and I was like, yeah, this is it. <laughs> Uh, oh, hold on, see. hold on, hold on. Play that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right, let's see. Um, all right, so now... My neighbors we'll... really fucking hate me right now. Guaranteed. No, they're like, George Michael's in the apartment next <laughs> <laughs> What are you looking at, Shay? I am looking at oh, you playing right a now, video, you beautiful game. man. He's, he, <laughs> mm. uh, let's see here. So, best soundtrack. Um, All let's right. see, or I guess favorite music or what have you. Um, we can kind of bounce around here. Best soundtracks bit. in gaming of 2020. <coughs> um, and the nominees are. Now we can we can bounce around a little bit. Um, like for example. Uh, Shay already used one of his, so we'll. I'll just just message me Shay how you'd like me to, um, what you want me to play. Oh, I put I put it in a numbered order how I wanted uh, it. Well, I know, but you already played your number three, so, um, and you you have two. I well, can so then two. we should talk about we should talk about it, yeah. You right just now? did. You just yeah. You just talked. About I talked it, about yeah. the song. I didn't talk about the game as a whole. Sanctuary and. Um, so you're no, that's, three. that's not a soundtrack. That's a song. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <sighs> uh, so you, oh, your number three of the year was the streets of rage. Title OC. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Why did you have us send you this stuff? If <laughs> my number three choice was Ori and the will of the wisps for my sa- favorite soundtrack. I just fucking said that sanctuary and the glades. That's the song. That's not the soundtrack. You did not la- want me to send these. I can send you these texts. You didn't label it that way for me. Ha! Huh. I'm looking at it right now. No, I, I'm going to send the, these to the group. And we're going to leave all this the in the show. Okay. And that's Let's, fucked up. To the group. Let's see. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. I see what you're saying. I got it now. I got it now. My bad. My yep. bad. No. Uh, no my number is, three uh... soundtrack, because I didn't tell you this, Morgan. I didn't tell you. This is why the confusion is okay. here. That's okay. my bad. Okay. So. The my number three best soundtrack in gaming of 2020 was Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Um, I think all of us are going to come up here into our proverbial uh, podium 
and basically say, or metaphorical, I should say, metaphorical podium. And we're going to say that music in gaming this year was super strong. It's going to go without saying for each one of us. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps uh, has a phenomenal soundtrack. Uh, I think one of the biggest things for me that determine what, when I select something to go on my list, uh, one of the biggest things is do I want to listen to the music outside of the game? And this soundtrack was absolutely one of those that I would return to um, throughout the year. It's one that certain songs from the soundtrack that would just pop into my brain. And the, the music of this game is so integral because you have these super impactful moments. Um, like when you're fighting against Shriek or you're fighting against uh, a possessed Qualic. Sorry, that's a minor spoiler there. I apologize. I should have said that in advance. You're fighting against these various bosses, and the music is so integral into the urgency of the fight. And there are obviously those moments that all platformers need, I believe, like the downtime where you're relaxing, where you're allowing your nerves to just calm down for a minute or two. And that's where you have tracks like Sanctuary in the Glades, for example. So this soundtrack to me, um, phenomenally done. It's one that I kept returning to this year. So Ori and the Will of the Wisps is my number three choice. Cool. Cool. And I apologize um, again for yelling at you, Morgan. I'm sorry. It's perfectly fine. It's perfectly fine. I will, uh, it was, yeah, I will, I can play a sample song as well. Um, I I didn't number mine, but definitely I I would say that as one of my three. Um, I didn't, you know, I got I was fortunate enough to interview Gareth Coker this year, uh, for In the Blood, um, uh, which is a podcast that if you are not listening to, you should check it out. Maybe I'll even double up and throw this podcast in that feed as well. If there's people in there that don't listen to the Chompcast, but um, you know, I was kind of tepid on Ori at first. I guess I was just having trouble getting into it, and I never played the first one, but um. I, whenever he agreed to do the interview, I was like, well, you know, I don't want this to seem fake. Like whenever I interview people, I want it to be very genuine. And the, I had mostly was I'll even sent the interview request out for Josh and Rich because our Josh and Shay, because I knew they were pretty interested in it. Um, and then I was like, fuck, now I got to like actually play this game. Um, and then, yeah, I sat down one night and just kind of forced myself to get to the starting area. And for whatever reason, this, um, I told him live on the In the Blood podcast that when I got to this uh, short little boss fight and the music hit and everything, this is when the game started started clicking. So I figured this would be a good example because me and Shay both had this as one of our top three. Spider fight? It's the big beetle. The horn bug. That's right, that's right. I think here's the cool part. It's a pretty easy 
Ozzy Bosman's with this giant beetle, and the music is coming in. It, that that's that was where it was kind of felt more Hollow Knighty because you have to like actually fight this big boss. And I was like, okay, I think I think this game is pretty cool actually. And that and I started to get into it. So there um, might be something and, to this Ori thing. <laughs> and for all of those that are interested in hearing Morgan do more re- remastered, remixed, reinvented renditions of him. Uh, playing the Ori's music with <laughs> just his mouth, please email us at swordchomp at gmail.com it's to a... file a request for him to mm-hmm. do that. And if he gets at least 10 requests, he will make songs as a re- reimagined version I've, of I've that actually uh, set up a dedicated email. It's uh, what that mouth do at swordchomp.com. Hmm. There you go. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I thought that'd be a good way to kind of split two of our choices there. Um, Gareth Coker did amazing work. It's a fantastic soundtrack. Um, it was a lot of fun to kind of pick his brain about about that as well. Um, all right, so let's see here. Moving right along. So I'll just say that's my number three, whatever, for the sake of conversation. Hooray! Um, <laughs> I guess I didn't really number them, but we're each gonna to grab three. Um, let's grab one here. And if you guys, um, you know, I think you guys will be happy with this as a selection. But if you guys have choices from this game as as well, let's just play them all right now, and you can tell me where they're they're numbered. So this is one of Rich's choices, and I think you guys will be familiar with it. So without further ado. <laughs> Good pick, I think. My other picks are way more predictable for me. Grab the, God, uh, I wish. Let me just grab them all right here because she had one as well. And Josh, too. Hold on a second. Um, we all had it on our top three? Damn. <coughs> we The three of us very much gushed about that game, so mm-hmm. I, I can't say I'm terribly surprised. That's fair. Yeah, I didn't I d- didn't even play it. So. But you, Although, you were in it. I know. I know. It's sad. I was had a cameo I was, in a game. He never got around. I was to. a lead. I was a lead. It was my big, my big moment. Um, all right. So we'll just kind of jump around. Then I'll let you guys talk about it. Jump. This jump. is from Josh's. Might as well jump. Between the lines, Rook theme, and then uh, let me grab Shay's really quick, and then you guys can talk about it here. Um, 
and Shay's version was the one he alluded to in the last category called the Once Upon uh, a Universe. You have three three good examples from Ickenfell, not Eichenfell. Ickenfell. That's right. Good job. You got it. Correct. Tell me about it. I just know, literally tell me about it. Tell me about the game. Oh, <laughs> tell it's about, tell me about the why. Because you guys all three had because it, so that go for it. Uh, again. This is another one. I think a lot of it. Uh, sometimes I think it comes down to access and a point of why these tracks get stuck in my head. Like I remember us talking about this a lot because the three of us, uh, Shay, Josh, and myself. We're talking about Ickenfell a lot as we were playing through it. Um, it was a game that immediately grabbed me from its look to its combat to the music. Like, everything kind of stuck with me. It also, like, the soundtrack was on Spotify. And, like, I had found myself, like, listening to it in my car when I was, like, running to the store or something. Like, having it on. In the, it was another one of those ones where it was... I kept thinking of the game when I wasn't playing it. And a lot of those thoughts were coming through the music. And mm-hmm. just, like, listening to a lot of those tracks on repeat. Um, particularly like a lot of the battle themes and stuff like that, which are just very twangy, upbeat guitar pieces. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other thing. Fun. Yeah. I, I think one of the things to sing that this game does really well um, is it has a really, really strong sense of melody in all these songs. Um, most of the tracks are only about a minute and a half but they're just catchy um because that's 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 the entire thought like it's it's um they're they're formatted way more like um a lot of the a lot of the music that we kind of grew up loving on like the super nintendo um but that was more about limitation whereas this is more like a stylistic choice and mm -hmm. it ends up being what those battle themes were of those old rpgs that are like this song is like 90% hook. Yeah. Yeah. I, I chose this for my number two choice of soundtrack of the year. Um, I don't have too much more to add on to what these guys have said. They've put it probably better than I could have put it. But each song, and I kind of said this about Ori as well, each song is so integral to each area that you go into. And it's vastly different. And it really sets the mood for a lot of these areas you go into. One of the more memorable songs on the soundtrack was the Snatchers 
layer thing. Oh, yeah. Because it's so whimsical and ridiculous oh, God, what's great. going on. Because the character himself is whimsical and ridiculous. And it really sets the tone. Yeah, you can't help but whistle along with it. It's so good. Yeah, exactly. It's so good. Exactly. Exactly. And there there are so many different moments like that. Like the the track I chose, Once Upon a Universe, there's that there's that like dun 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 that 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 little I don't know the musical term for that. I apologize. I just play. I don't know the terms, but um that gives me such a sense of wonderment and it fits in the area because you're going into uh an astronomy tower to basically rescue someone and it gives you this wonderment of the universe and of space and it's how i imagine like if i was floating in space not at all in risk of about to die that's the music that would be playing you know and i think that speaks to what they were saying is this song or sorry not the song this soundtrack is so aware of how important the melodies are for each area to set the tone for everything. Yeah. So yeah, I love I loved this soundtrack. Yeah, and they do they do reuse motifs from one piece to the next uh like especially um like there's there's a series of them um kind of leading up to your encounter with a headmistress. Um yes. that all are taking the you know this like this this idea and then going different places with it until you finally uh you know finally have that encounter and kind of get the full i think it's actually i think it's one of the longest songs in the game um and it's the like one for all of those boss fight, but it's, it's like together. all those ideas seeing how they came together Unifying, to kind of create yeah. this you know whole piece uh, was yeah. really yes. cool well, yeah. and another like I think strong point is the, the 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 track I I picked as like my example for why I like this game a lot was uh, Rhythm of the Wild, which is the first battle theme, and it's one of those songs oh. that you think you'd immediately get sick of, but like even now, the minute I hear that track like start when the guitar just kicks in, I'm like, oh fuck yeah, yep. like it's just it's still great. <laughs> I I think another mark of a good soundtrack besides being able to play the music outside of the game is if you start humming the music or a track gets just randomly lodged into your brain, your first thought isn't, I should play that again again someday in the future. It's, when can I carve out some time in the next week <laughs> to just go back and play it for a little bit? I think that's the mark of a good game. Not like saying, oh man, I should play that again, but oh, I'm busy. It's, when am I going to make time to do that? Just immediately that game, makes you pick it up if you can. Yes, and that's what this game did to me. So many times. And it's largely because of the music. Dope. Cool. All right. So that is your um, it can fell moment. Uh, Brought to you by Exxon Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, you're here, you're Icken. All, all right, sex um, in Olive Garden is incestual because when you're here, you're family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one is from Josh. <laughs>
is uh, Josh, is the Haven soundtrack uh, licensed? Or is it uh, no, all... it's not licensed, but it is. Um, it, it... Dan- oh, Danger. Danger. It, yeah, oh, it's, okay. it's created by another, someone who does stuff not specifically in games. It's it an artist specifically, like, yeah. gotten to do the soundtrack. But this, mm-hmm. that's cool, because uh, I find often when you get stuff like that, I mean, granted, it is on the same caliber of having, like, someone with a distinct style, like a Gareth Coker or something like that. It just like yeah. that person's sound kind of radiates through the game and it gives it this cohesive feel that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a cool track. It kind of had like a lo-fi beat mixed with post-rock guitar vibes. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it reminded me of Blackmail a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 got a little bit of that EDM vibe. A little like the little drum beat in the background was kind of lo-fi, and then just some of the honing. I don't know if they were guitar sounds or if it was a synth, but yeah, it, it was a little hard. Skype was Skype was not doing you favors just there, Morgan. No. So we'll have to. Oh, okay. We're, we were getting. <laughs> we it kept speeding up and slowing down, but anyway, it did. Oh, it did. Weird. Yeah, yeah it's done that for every track you've played. Yeah, it just it was too. really noticeable on that one for whatever reason. I don't, anyway, because um, that's a, that's a song you vibe to, man. Mm-hmm. I'm vibing. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was that was another song from Haven, uh, which is just a a lot of the songs are kind of and got that same well, like you know same artist but same same sort of feeling to it. Um, just very very chill. Uh, yeah, it. The, yeah, that soundtrack is one that I have picked up over and over again since playing that game. Um, it's good, man, for the, the few songs I've heard so far. There's been, I mentioned this before, but this year, it, 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 picking, picking just a top three has been ridiculous um, because mm-hmm. I have, I bought like, what, 15, 20 soundtracks from this year? Like, bought. Like, normally I'll pick up one or two or, you know, so much good stuff this year that it's just it took me forever trying to figure out which three needed to be there uh and yeah yeah stiff competition Mm -hmm. but this this one is one that i've listened to kind of kind of like shay mentioned earlier but outside of the game more uh which is kind of how how it ended up sneaking sneaking on there yeah yeah i know how that can go sometimes for sure Cool. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, Haven is, looks, sounds like it has some really strong music for sure. It do. It do. do. It do. Um, all right. So let's see. Okay. So we got two from Joshua's list, two from, Joshua's, two from Shay's list. Um, oh, I need to. Uh, let's do uh, basically with my choices. I just wanted to kind of highlight the people that were kind enough to give me interviews this year on In the Blood uh, with my first two. Um, yeah. I, I had one soundtrack that I really. Uh, there was so much music that I loved this year, but I didn't, I didn't really like sit down and order them per se. I just wanted to kind of highlight the people, um, basically just Mick and Gareth and Grant Kirkhope was great as well. But, um, especially with Kings of Omler, it was, it's an amazing soundtrack, but it's an, you know, just a remake or remaster. I sh- it should have or remaster. I guess I could have pulled a Shay and Rich and put seven Omler songs on here. I guess I should have. <laughs> um, <laughs> D- difference being that none of the music 
anything was done different other than maybe a remaster of the soundtrack. Yeah, it would just be a yeah, that's true. It's really it's really the same music. Um and that's fair. And that's why I'm, I'm not particularly going to choose anything like that. Um but uh Aww, Mick, bitch. Mick uh God, you guys Jesus Christ, you just throw me off here. Um anyway, this is one of the songs that Mick actually did mix for Doom Eternal. It's called Meepo. song that he did mix for now, the doom ost is not something i have a huge problem with now there for people that don't know there was a controversy i asked him about it on my in the blood interview about how that cd was mixed he mixed some of the songs and then some of them were mixed by uh people at bethesda so it, it's a complicated situation you you should google it listen to my podcast listen to him talk about it i don't want to put any words in his mouth but um it still got nominated for a ton of awards and stuff like that. And he still wrote the music. He just, some of it, the producing was out of his hands. And I, it's, it's left this kind of weird taste in my mouth as far as like someone who really respects his work, but he was an incredibly nice guy in that interview is it was one of my highlights. And like, that was one of the songs he mixed and it sounds great. You know, it sounds like doing yeah. fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it feels I, like that's, it feels like that's one of the songs where he had complete hands on, on that one. And you can tell cause that one, that one has the same magic as Doom 2016 OS. The dynamics are still sure, there. That specific song. Like, it's yeah. rocking hard, but it's still, like, there's there's just, there's variation throughout. Um, God. It, yeah, no, that song's so good, it makes me want to go back and play that game, and I know I will not enjoy any moment <laughs> with that game if I go do it. But yeah, just, I didn't that feel music as, is so good. I didn't feel as broken up about actually playing Doom Eternal as, as Josh did. Um, it was more painful to discuss. Uh, like, and I, I still did really like fucking love that that soundtrack and soundtrack spots. is great. Yeah. It just like I, I feel like my Doom Eternal is weird. Like experience is weirdly tainted by this whole like it's just not as good as the first game, and I feel like it had every reason it should have been. Yeah, I yeah I I'm in a different boat. I actually thought in some ways the combat was better in Doom Eternal. In some ways, I enjoyed some of the new systems that they implemented. Mm-hmm. But the music, to me, partially due the, to the controversy of what happened around that situation, and partially because you could tell there's a noticeable difference in certain tracks that were not done by Mick Gordon and some that were, that it just wasn't as consistent of an album for me to be on my top. But some of the tracks on that album go really fucking hard. Mm-hmm. And some of the music is really good, just the lack of consistency there. For me, kept it off my top. What, list. what you're saying is, we believe in you, Mick, and we believe that we will be talking about Atomic Hearts this time next year. Uh, That's right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, God willing. And yeah, and I will say, just on a final note, um, for me, uh, just because the game, 
I, I did not like some of those choices so much. It was hard for me to really even like allow myself to enjoy the music music as much as I wanted to. It's like, going to color your experience, whether you want it to or not. Yeah. So like, if you can go find like the Mick Gordon versions of these tracks, I believe when he released it afterwards, you could get like, uh, his mixes of the entire album, I believe. Anyways, I enjoyed. He did like to an it. OJ. Here's how I would have done it. Release. Well, I think that when he released the official version <laughs> um, later on, it was. I, I had to. I had to double check that side of it. I don't want to. I don't want to mix mix up my facts. But um, the the music itself is great. His his work as a composer mm-hmm. is still great. He's, so he does phenomenal work. Yeah. Yeah, and he's great, super, super cool guy, and it was, a, it was a super fun interview, so I wanted to say thank you to Mick for that with my with my choice there as a, a uh, tipping of the cap, if you will. Um, all right, so this he's is Shay's number. He's now? What the fuck? <laughs> tipping of the cock, if you will. Mm. Um, sorry, Mick. Mm, I never you mean a circumcision. This... <laughs> 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 it just makes me want to risk it. All right, here we go. Shay's number one. If it's your number one, I'll try and play more of it. Um, that is my number one pick. Such a uh, beautiful Final Fantasy VII remake fucking soundtrack. track. That, like, there's, there's nothing else that can be considered for the number one slot, even as a group. And I know we're going to argue about it later, what? but for my, for my personal reasons why that soundtrack oh. is so important, obviously nostalgia is a huge driving factor yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. When I was preparing for this show, I went through every game I played because I kept a list of every 2020 game I played this year. And I listened to multiple songs from each one of the soundtracks. And I came to the soundtrack, of course. I already know I love this, the original soundtrack, but I wanted to listen to some of the, remade, the reimagined versions of these tracks. And I came acro- across that specific track, and that track embodies the entire feeling I have for that game. I remember I put it on the like a, two days ago as I was making my list, and I just sat there, and I was immediately transported back to when my dad had first gotten me a PlayStation One, and Only he one had way to listen. gotten this game that looks beautiful, Rich. That he had gotten, uh, he was borrowing it from one of his military buddies, and uh, I played it, and I just I loved the game so much that he ended up buying it for me and then my parents went through a very nasty divorce 
And that game was one of the games that kind of kept me sane as a child, you know? Barrett and, Wallace really raised you. Yeah, that's right. Barrett Wallace was my daddy. But, um, as he is all of our daddies. But, anyways, so I have so much nostalgia driven into this game, and I was worked back to that time, and it's wistful, it's happy, it's, it's melancholic melancholic uh it's bittersweet it's so many different emotions um and that's exactly how i felt when this game dropped so outside of that though the work that they've put into this soundtrack is impeccable they have made almost four to five versions of many of these songs i don't know if it's all of them but it's a lot of them and like i said previously what they managed to do with this soundtrack is they took an amazing soundtrack that is so beloved and they made it feel modern for 2020 and still managed to make it feel like an adjacent soundtrack that can be just as loved as the original. And that's it. I I know a lot of people are going to say, well, yeah, those melodies were already there. Yeah. The, the blueprints were already there. It, It was, it would be, a travesty and so difficult to fuck that up. And I don't, I don't believe that. I don't believe yeah, that. Like, I, I don't, I believe that actually makes it way easier to fuck it up. And if I, uh, this is also in my top three show. So, um, I, yeah, I jump in. I think like one of the, the best testaments to it is not only did they succeed in the retooling of it being fantastic, but in a lot of spots, particularly some of those more intricate battle themes and stuff, they really took risks with it and, like, tried stuff. And I think the same can be said in spots for the game overall. But, like, one of the things I was most impressed by this game on the whole, and the soundtrack is a big part of that, is that, like, one of my concerns always with this is if you're just going to remake the game, what's the point? But they really fucking went for it with this. And they tried shit and that shows in the music especially absolutely and it doesn't even always work for me personally uh my my prime example of this is i loved the original motorcycle theme so much and in this game they to me they fucking butchered it like that's the one track on that that's good in spots I well yes, it's good in spots, but oh, that like chugging I rock can... thing that they play during the, 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 the yeah, dun, 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 dun. yeah, but it like it's like five different genres <laughs> smacked into one. It song. can't quite I don't decide what... what it is. Yeah, I don't know what they were doing with that track, but um, it's not without its flaws. But I like Rich is saying they really took a lot of risks, and I respect them a lot for it. And I I would say out of all the tracks on there, almost all of them, almost a hundred percent carve their own niche and it's a positive effect for me you go personally. play the soundtrack is you go play the remix version of Genova's theme and tell me that shit doesn't slap yeah there, there's slap so many face. good reimaginings of these songs so yeah for me I understand why some people might be like oh that's cheating they already existed but to make five, di- five different versions of one song and for them all to be fun and entertaining to listen to and it's done by the original people I don't know what more you want at that point. We want so. a Hojo spinoff game. Okay. Um. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, a lot of. I streamed Dirge of Cerberus last year. Is that 
<laughs> in this in this game, it takes place entirely in Costa del Sol when Hojo goes on vacation, mm. and you just stalk women. It's very uncomfortable. Hey, yeah, a lot of a lot of uh, passion here uh, between Rich and Schaefer uh, Persona Five, which I respect. Um, speaking what? of Rit, I think just I have passion for that, and I assume that's where you're going with it because you said. Persona oh, did 5. I did I say Persona? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Persona yeah. Five, the Royal. Um, <laughs> I, is what I jumped my uh, I jumped my transition there a little bit, didn't I? Did Josh laugh at a reference from The Office, Morgan? Did you see that? That one's been, that has been a meme, like, literally since the moment it was uttered. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fantastic line. Uttered on and The Office. And to be office. fair, it didn't, it, it didn't make <laughs> yeah. it to air. It was a deleted scene. I know, I know. Fuck it up. There's no cruel, there's, I mean, I was going to say there's no justice in the world. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, that's the one thing I do really miss about, and I look forward to when I get around to that Persona 5 role. Like, but the Persona games have, so, like, the Persona 5 has uh, fantastic the, music. Not, yeah. I, most of the Persona soundtracks are now on Spotify. Um, I would suggest, if even if you have no, like, reverence for the games, those soundtracks are fucking amazing. Um, Royal, in particular, mm-hmm. really impressed me because... Number one, they added so many new tracks to Persona 5's already existing and phenomenal soundtrack. Um, number two, much in like the same sort of praise I give uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, even though this is a different caliber of like addition to a game. Yeah. They really went for stuff in weird ways. Like They changed the entire opening theme, which was like this super catchy song. And now when I think the opening to Persona 5, I think of The Royal, which is an entirely different song. Um, that's just as good, if not maybe a little bit better than the original intro. Like, there's variations on existing songs from the original Persona 5. There's just a ton of all new tracks for a lot of the new content, brand new remixed battle themes. And again, just that smoothie, smooth, like jazz rock. I I love the sound Persona has. It's just, it's entirely recognizable, but somehow distinct in each game and just, yeah. Really great music. Cool, cool. What would you, of the three, would you say is your number one of the, the three? This, th- this is my number one with Final Fantasy at, num- at number two. 
Okay, so the Persona one, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Persona is great, amazing music. Yeah, every little, even when you walk into like all the little shops and stuff, and the music changes a little bit. You're like, oh, that's a cool song. That's a cool song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I do definitely. I've always loved the Persona music quite a bit. So it's great, and I want to say I really loved Catherine music at the time too. It's just been a long time since I can. Remember. Catherine had a great great soundtrack it's, as well. It's the same composer, right? I believe be. so. Yes, I'll I'll double check that while you're going through whatever the next thing is. But um, yes, I believe so. I believe I believe so too. Okay. We're almost to do to the debate round here. Let me pull up Josh and me's final track. So that's good stuff. Good stuff. All right. There's definitely a lot of love for the the Japanese of the uh, RPG in this uh, space. The Japanese of the RPG. Wow. All right, yeah, that is um, Shoji Meguro is the composer on both oh, Catherine and okay, cool. um, pretty much every Persona game. Great stuff. Okay, well, I will uh, let me get my last one out of the way I, now that I've overhyped it, and then I can let Josh finish it off here. Because um, I did edit this, so you guys can, I thought you'd get a good laugh out of it. If you listen to our podcast for the whole year, you'll know that we have a joke about a three layer burrito. Um, last year's Game of the Year contest, it was one of the most insane conversations about a burrito and music that you'll ever hear if you go back and listen to it. It was hilarious. Um, and, and of course, the guys gave me shit the whole year making fun of me with the three-layer burrito thing and how many layers of this burrito and this and that. So, of course, I had to take my choice and create the ultimate burrito. The nine-layer burrito. Is a song by the Crooked Still that plays in the background during the infamous kiss slash dance scene. First layer. <laughs> Actually, a beautiful little riff I wrote using the in-game guitar tech. Yeah, that's right. There's guitar tech. I wrote this song, by the way. I'm being told that Neil Druckmann owns it because you wrote it with his engine. Take it over my dead body. Of course, the next layer is songs performed by the actors and actresses. Promise me that you will laugh. And I believe, I can see our future days, days of you and me. The next primary layer is actually half of the soundtrack composed by Matt Quayle of iRobot fame, and it's a pulsing, haunting compliment to Gustavo's legendary soundtrack. Any iRobot fans here? Is that, is that the one with the Jude Law sex bot? Okay. Oh, that's... <laughs> Oh, AI? AI. No, that's a good one. No, that's the, other, oh, that's the other one. Okay. This is like music that plays like during like the sniper fight and a lot of the more like thumping intense kind of scenes. Which one's iRobot? 
That's the one where Will Smith. Is that the Will Smith uh, one? That's the one where Will Smith is afraid the robots are gonna kill Shia LaBeouf. Okay. This isn't fair. I didn't know we had to do audio essays for our uh, for our picks. <laughs> Took a long time to make. I'm deeply. Sucks that it's gonna lose then. He decided that three layers was just not enough. So this one has seven. The most groundbreaking soundtrack of my life, and a true influence on my existence. That didn't suck. <laughs> I'll take what I can get. <laughs> uh, I'll try to get you that uh that uh, Um I I actually I actually had edited it out because it just took too long and I was getting tired, but I was trying to introduce every layer as a different layer of the burrito. Mm. I forgot how many layers of the burrito I had. There was a lot of layers. <laughs> I lost it was a I seven lost, layer. Actually, I was a seven layer burrito, I, yeah. I lost count <laughs> of the bur- I lost count of the layers of the burrito. Um wow, I actually that's probably wild. I should have done the uh, – also, there's uh, the Ashley um, Take On Me song that's kind of cute. Uh, take on me. I've never heard that song but before. I hate until. you so much. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, just oh, the rage. Um, so oh. we see – oh, and then and then honestly, yeah. They, take I, a rage actually, shit after that. <laughs> um, yeah. Gustavo's uh, work, I was – I was, you know, it's all new to me because I'd never played the first Last of Us until this year. But because I'd never heard of Aha. Uh-huh. No, I was talking about Gustavo. The, the <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It actually inspired me to pick up my my classical guitar, which I hadn't played in years, uh, and start writing with it because it's just a beautiful. It, it really just a beautiful instrument that I just feel like I didn't have enough respect for. Um, and and some of that stuff is is very peripheral. Like the folk song I played at the beginning plays during the dance scene where the guy yells at her. He's like he, being kind of a bigot, and he's like, "I don't want you dykes here." And then they have the whole kissing scene and stuff like that from the trailer. Um, but there, I just it's it's very non traditional. I that's only that's the only thing I would respectfully disagree with Shay on is like the music in this game, like the the implantation of it definitely got under my skin in a lot of ways. But it wasn't like in the traditional way that I'd want to like listen to it in my car or anything like that. I, I feel like I'm definitely, I feel like I lean a little bit less traditional than you guys do when it comes to like these kind of things. Like I want to, I'm, I'm looking for games that are trying to do very like different things with how they're implementing music. And like music in this game is a character. Like the first shot of the game is a guitar that um, Joel's holding. And the last shot is Ellie walking away after she fails to play the guitar with her broken fingers or whatever, like it's the, the music is an integral part of, of the, the narrative in many ways. So, um, it's very different. I wouldn't like sit around and listen to a lot of music in my car per se, except for the, the crooked still song, which I love. Um, but that's kind of what I'm looking for. I'm, I'm just looking for games that are like doing something different for me. Cause I just feel a little bit burnt out on a lot of stuff. And I, that stuff excites me. I'm looking for just, they're just trying to like, the guitar in this game, especially as a guitarist, is just such a beautiful thing. That Taylor guitar with the big Last of Us moth on it, I would I would suck a hobo's dick under a bridge for that thing. I'm telling well, you. Well, ladies and gentlemen, would... we have a hobo here. <laughs> we didn't tell Morgan this before the show. Hobo, why don't you... Come... <laughs> Do you have a name? Like one of the... <laughs> I feel bad still calling Come you Come on out, Jerry! Woo! Yeah. I got that, that guitar you gave me. <laughs> It's just it's Oh beautiful. hey, wait, is that Joel? 
That's the whole thing. Is that what that, that bit was? Look, am I getting my dick sucked or what? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's cool, yeah. And if you look at a lot of the um, you know how they like mo capped it all, and like even watching it last night, like he's finger. It's just it's beautiful. So I I, I like I think all you guys' music is great. Like all the music I've heard today has been fantastic. Um, and and I mean that. Like there was just so much great music this year. Uh, but like I generally drawn towards stuff that's very kind of weird and, and sort of like they're trying to do some different shit. Um, and I, and that's, that's okay. I mean, it's, that's just something that I'm deeply fascinated with. And as a guitarist, obviously I have a sweet spot for any game that's going to, uh, if only Ellie was playing a classical guitar, that would have been really beautiful. But, um, and you know, there's little things like people are debating like, Oh, like Pearl Jam, of course it's in Seattle and blah, blah, blah. I'm gonna be honest with you. I couldn't tell you. I I don't listen to Pearl Jam, so I mean I don't. I I like that song, Future Days. It's a pretty song, but like, other than Jeremy, Jeremy's walking. Oh, well, you, know, I, you were not, unable to avoid that song for a a pretty <laughs> substantial point of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That song's about a school shooter or something, right? Um, Jeremy by Pearl Jam. I I don't know to tell you the truth. It very well might be. Yeah, I don't either. I yeah, I just don't know anything about Pearl Jam honestly. So I thought it was cool that they took us a, a group I care nothing about and made it like a really cool thing. But it's about the game. So, it just I'm amazed like what Neil Druckmann did like with music in this game is like it started as a joke with you guys with the burrito thing and like literally as the as the joke was going on, I was like, "Holy shit, this is crazy." So, I just blown away, blown away. Um but thank you for listening to my presentation. I appreciate that. I spent a lot of time on it. And um the PowerPoint that we got to watch with it was a very nice touch. <laughs> yeah, no, that was a uh, really crazy that you Just learned three PowerPoint minutes of for this. Morgan rubbing his nipples was exactly what I needed on the Saturday morning. Um, I tried to leave those little audio clips in too, but I was just like, oh man. So I just wanted to clarify, um, as long as we're going to talk about that, God, that song is hurts. not about a, a school shooter uh, per se. It is about a high school student who chose to kill himself by shooting himself in front of his English class. Oh, okay. Okay. So I think it's important to think that like he didn't kill anyone else. Like what he did was messed up and extravagant, but he did only take his own life. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um Josh Based is on the, a true story? Yes. Okay. Josh is the last song that you gave me, um, and then you can tell us which one was your favorite of the year if you ordered them that way. Um I don't think any of us will be familiar with this, so it should be interesting. Here we go. If it's not Creeks, Josh. Persona. It does sound persona you though. It's got that vibe. This is another game I have not gotten around to yet that we talked about, Josh. Rich, the man who plays 100 games can't keep up with you, Josh. I'm sorry. Weak. I'm sorry, who are you? <laughs> I played four games this year. Okay, fish. That is um, No Straight Roads original set. Now, Josh, you didn't particularly number yours either. I don't know if you had a prerogative there. Um, did you? What was your? Did you have a favorite soundtrack of the year? Or did you just want to play a bunch of stuff? Um, 
my favorite I think is is Ickenfell. The the music from that is just outstanding. I think I've probably listened to that soundtrack more than anything this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like gaming or or non as far as music, it's just amazing. Amazing. Uh the No Straight Roads soundtrack is really really great that is actually just the like walking around town music which does have has a very persona vibe to it um i i picked that one because that was one of the even that one has more than one version uh so many of the songs in this game also have more than one version because it's like a rhythm action game it's a game that is built around music and its narrative so that's not surprising yeah and, and and for the boss fights um they have different versions of them that'll play depending on like who's currently winning, like more of an EDM or more of a, a rock version of the same song. Um, so I was, I was trying to pick one that kind of yeah. um, was its own thing just by itself. So that was the just like the the town theme for the for the city. Um, okay. Which yeah yeah really really good soundtrack. I've, I have. Um, that was one that I meant to play when it came out and then just never got around to until way too late in the year. Um, trying to go back and catch up on everything. And it was just a joy to play through. Uh, the music is so great. The, we talked about this last week, Rich, and we were trying to track it down. Um, but, um, the, the language that DK West and Zook speak is, uh, Bahasa Malaysia. Um, it's Malay. Okay. Um, the, the, the studio is Malaysian. That That's where they're, they're in, in Malaysia. All right. That makes sense. Um, and so that was like, they speak Malaysian and then also, um, English for this version, but I assume, you know, that's, French yeah. or German or whatever other language, whatever that, region you're in. Yeah. But whatever that's, region. That, that's super interesting also, because that's not like, and it's where the studio is from. So it makes sense, but that's not something you see a lot of representation for in games. So that's mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. No, yeah. that, this, that, that game, I mentioned it last week as well, but it did such a good job of using voice actors from all over with different dialects that I thought was just really cool. Like it's just the game sounds so unique. Um, the, the music is great. Like it stands out, um, because of what they're going for, but then just the voice acting really stands out for kind of similar reasons. It's not and it just sounds like they did the extra work there. American sounding voice actors for absolutely everything. Like most games it didn't get like a bunch of white guys in the room to figure this out. Yeah. Uh, I, so yeah, great choice, Josh. Okay. So I just want to kind of get a clarity on your, and honestly, guys, I've been thinking a lot about this. Great choice. A lot of great music there, Josh, as well. Um, good stuff. I think you got us all interested in Haven, for example. Um, cool, really cool stuff. And I think, look, I told you guys before I wanted to try and make these as less argumentative as possible. Um, generally Josh, speaking, I may have to um, even. I, I'm sorry, I may have to interject here. I may but, have to oh. buy No Straight Roads right now because it is currently uh, 33% off on PSN. There you go. Um, it's a public service announcement. It'll be useful to what, no one. What an, impor- what, an impo- <laughs> this airs, yes. what an important interjection. Thank you so much, Rich. I, I just really it. wanted to get that point across. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so, suck it um, to all you in the future. Not getting a discount. You're not getting this hot deal. <laughs> <laughs> one one thing one thing I think we could probably do, and I thought about this a lot because I 
pretty good at sort of, I look, I, I know myself, I know you guys pretty well as far as like what, what it's going to be. And I want to try and find a good compromise so that we wouldn't kill each mm. other. Um, yeah, it's, I, I think the good one would just be making Final Fantasy VII Remake the soundtrack of the year. I think that's the good um, I think that, uh, and I know, look, I know it's sh- sh- in the spirit of what we've done in the past, people like to hear us fight and stuff, but I just, I don't really want to. Um, I think that, you know, no matter how you look at it, uh, I know me and Josh are, look, you guys know how passionate I am about wanting something more groundbreaking. Or Rich and Shay are really entrenched in. It's weird 19- that you didn't pick anything that was then. 1997. <laughs> and, uh, um, and, uh, and Josh has a lot of great choices as well, but ironically, we're not even super familiar with all of them. So I think that one of the best compromises we could probably do is award someone that we all really enjoyed that did a great thing for us as a website. And that was Gareth Coker. <laughs> Um, what he did with, with the Ori interview, he launched with all those subscribers that we got. We were able to start getting codes. We had that huge boom. I know all of you guys are passionate about the Ori soundtrack and I know that none of us are going to budge on anything else. So wouldn't that be kind of a a nice compromise and a way to say thank you for, well, you know, I, I, I think Ori is on there for sure. Um, another thing I could say, and this might be less about you in particular, Morgan, uh, and this is again, talking about like, what is in that conversation, like, I think, uh, Ickenfell is, is up there for, yeah, it was high up on oh. three of ours. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it can go. I was trying just, to look at, yeah, like, yeah. Cause I've got more than my top three still out here. And like of the ones that came up a bunch, Ickenfell and Hades seem to get brought up a lot. Well, Hades didn't get brought up at all in the last, it only got brought up at the very beginning, but I, I see what you're saying. The yeah. thing, though, the thing with Ickenfell is, I'm glad you guys brought it up, and I think it's cool to give it attention. But like, I have no familiarity with that game, so like, yeah. it just it's not going to be representative of the group. Um, yeah, but I, I'm glad good. you guys, That's... I'm glad you guys brought it up and gave it its love, though. And like, the only game I can think of that we all really liked, without wanting to rip each other's heart uh, faces off, is going to be Ori. And I thought about this for a long time. Trust me. So. If you guys have a better compromise, I'd, I'm very happy to listen to I, it because at I, the end of the day, I, that's what this is. It's a compromise. Yeah, I think I feel like obviously, and this is just me saying this to say it, I obviously feel very strongly about both Final Fantasy and Persona. I think I understand that Persona, especially, I'm probably the only one really going to bat for that. And I know Shane, I will go to bat for Final Fantasy, but I I, I can understand why as a, as a group that doesn't hang at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Well, in 2020, you w- wouldn't you want? Wouldn't you rather, you know, go with something newer like Ori? Than... I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that's not really the way I'm looking at this. Like, I, I, I think we're, and that's why I don't want to fight too much. I think we're, we both want to go different directions with this, this stuff. Like when I think about having a platform, I want to honor stuff that's groundbreaking. I don't want to honor yeah. nostalgia. Shut the I do, fuck I'm up. just. I'm Didn't just, you put the look, Last of Us two you on can, your list? It's just you a can, Pearl Jam song. <laughs> Look, I I think that I think that's a pretty good compromise. I think that and but the cool thing is like what, you know, in general as far as like what he did for us as far as uh getting the subscriber boost and everything is cool. And look, it's nothing in Shay's memories with Final Fantasy 7, but like you would probably have to murder me. Uh well, look, no, this is going to start getting nasty again. I don't want to do it. I think that's a pretty cool compromise and I know you guys all love Ori. Is that crazy? I'm murdering you. Um I I really like Ori. Um 
And uh, I'm the biggest Ori fan here, and I think It Can Fell's soundtrack is better. Oh, wow. At the end of the day. I think It Can Fell had the more ubiquitous. You guys know how much I love Ori, but I think It Can Fell's soundtrack is better. We We can't fight fight for It Can Fell, though, because I haven't played it. I can't (laughs) fight for It Can Fell. Why can't we? Three out of the four people here. That's not how it works. Dude, if you guys seriously pick a game that I haven't played for best soundtrack, I will fucking quit this podcast. I will quit Sword Chomp. I will resign. Oh, my God. That is fucked up, and it's stupid. This is the easiest out we've ever had, gentlemen. Yeah, it it will be the easiest out. Seriously, like, like I... I've been debating. Okay, all right, that's fine. I'm just saying it's something I've been thinking about for a while, and like I think you guys are wanting to go a different direction with a lot of this stuff. Like, I don't like using our platform in this way. Like, I think that we should be out there promoting groundbreaking shit, but I don't want to fight about it. And if you guys want, and Shay's gonna sit there and talk about crying on the Final Fantasy VII menu screen, that's a cool story. But also, it's a remake of a 20 year old game. You know, it's like if that's what you want to use your platform for, that's I, I mean, you want to take. That, you want to make from the triple A market. How much of it has game. it reused? Have you looked into it? No, I don't have a specific. Exactly, number, yes, you don't. Yes, it's reused. mildly. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know how derivative it is. That's the thing. You're just saying broad strokes of nonsense. So are you with Final Fantasy VII? I, are you how many kidding tracks, me? How many tracks got new versions of them? I listened to it, a very intense breakdown of that soundtrack from Austin Winery, which I respect very much so. And he was, not only did, I found out they actually didn't even do full orchestral versions of all the music, which is kind of lazy if you think about it. Um, but again, I don't want to, I'm not going to sit here and attack that music. The point is you want to give, you would give the you best have sound. You though. By saying groundbreaking, you use that as subtle uh, attacks on the game. That's bullshit. No, don't it's, pretend like you're not. It's, like, if it's you the wanna, truth. If you want to say not... you're attacking the game, that's fine. I don't care. I'm, I'm not going to get mad at the end of the day, and I'm not going to threaten to quit the podcast or anything silly like that. If you want to attack it, just openly attack it. Don't no, pretend I, like you're I not, don't, because that's what you're doing, I don't. okay. No, I, I wouldn't quit the podcast because you like Final Fantasy VII. I'm saying that the fact that you'd consider a game that I haven't even played and like want that to be the winner is just disrespectful. Like and like the fact that you would say that is hurtful to me. Like that it has to be a representation of all of us. And it's just it sucks to hear it. Well You're basically like, well, empathy. all three of us like empa- it. Hold on just a second, please. I have empathy for the fact that you want it to be representative of all of us. I do, and I think Ori is a great compromise, and I appreciate that you're willing to compromise in that regard. Because exactly. I understand that all of us, I think, have a number one soundtrack that doesn't, that isn't Ori. And Ori is a great soundtrack. I just, I think It Can Fell is the better soundtrack, and I wish that you had made time to play that game, because you know how much the three of us loved it, and how much the three of us talked about it. And, like, there was multiple times throughout the, out the, the period where we were talking about it, where you were like, Jesus Christ, you're still talking about this game. Jesus Christ, you did such a long chomping after dark. And it was like, well, clearly you knew how much that game meant to the three of us. Why didn't you take five hours to play that game? If you knew three people in this podcast love the game so much. I tried to get into it, especially I sat down with my wife and we just couldn't get into it. Like I just, and I didn't, I didn't want to sit there and shit on it. I I did. I put a good hour or two into the game and I just couldn't really get down on it. And I thought for sure she would like it because of the witch theme and everything. And she thought it was just a boring game to watch. So then I got distracted by a bunch of other things. But again, that's, there's a million games, Shay, that we all play. I'm very passionate about Mortal Shell. I talk the fuck about Mortal Shell. Nobody 
else fucking really played. We could say that about anything, man. Like that's I know you guys really like Ekin, Ekin or whatever it's called Ikenfell, but I also know that you really like the Final Fantasy VII remake. So like we just have different tastes in that way, and that's okay. But like my point is that like I'm literally trying to find a compromise that at least to some degree touches all of us. And that's fair. It's just it's it's difficult for me, I guess, because I. I think that it's like as much as the Ori soundtrack is amazing. I think it's no contest between that and Ickenfell. And sorry, Gary, you, you, you jumped me before I finished everything I wanted to say because you made a big impassioned plea about The Last of Us Two. I wanted to say a few additional things about Ickenfell just simply because I I'm pretty sure we're gonna sell settle on Ori. And I just think it's it's a shame. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat there with and Morgan just to be like. Not trying to like shit on you by saying, "Oh, we should pick this thing that you didn't play at all." I just think it's worth talking about because, again, three out of four of us do feel incredibly strongly about that. I don't think Ori is exactly. a bad choice by any stretch of the means, but it's worth like, w- w- like you said, using that platform. Let's talk a little bit more about why we feel so strongly about well, that. If that's the that's case, what, right. that's what I was saying. Exactly. And I wasn't, and that was yeah, the whole yeah. point of that in and the that, first place. Yeah, I wasn't. I, I wasn't. But we gave I the people the fight they came here for. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, you I was threatened to quit. Like, it was nuts. We are going to pick Ickenfell. I had to do three. You know, <sighs> again, at the end of really the day, I think it's the strong. We had an out there, I gentlemen. Think... We'll get him next time. <laughs> <by> <laughs> <you're taking laughs> we'll get him next time. <laughs> we got two more weeks that... of this. <laughs> I think there are yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, we need I think to draw that out there that. There are <laughs> a few soundtracks stronger than Ori, like all of us do. I think Ickenfell had you possibly been able to stick with it longer morgan i think you would have liked the game more and i think you would have really come to appreciate the music not quite as much as we do but you would have at least understood and appreciated and it's not your fault i mean like i i fell off of death stranding real quick i hated that game and you i mean to be fair you gave me a ton of shit for falling off the game that fast so i'm not going to sit here and give you as much shit as you gave me for not getting far enough into the game because i understand it <laughs> but just keep that in mind. I, I didn't fall off. You gave me so much shit. No, some minor shit. So much shit for attempting to play a JRPG as a spectator sport. Um, that seems like an odd life choice. It's. I didn't. I didn't. Just, di- I didn't fall off of Ickenfell because I didn't really like it. I told you I was trying to play with my wife, and we couldn't really get into it because of the the slow nature of it and everything. And then it just fell to the wayside. It is a so, weird choice know, to play saying, in that particular saying, fashion. To tell you, the I'm truth. I'm saying you gave me a lot of shit for citing a similar. Yeah. Reasoning with Death Stranding, so just keep that in mind here. But to be, as I'm 100 talking for about sure. the for sure. And I, what I'm I, saying is that it's when I'm talking about like the, the the relevant games that most talked about, like awarded passionate games of the year. Like I respect you guys' love for it. You know, it can fail. I'm just saying it's it's not something that I'm trying to find the best way to phrase this. Um, at the end of the day, I just don't have any familiarity with it so it's hard for me to to feel passionate but even if i did the reason i'm saying that i think we're going different directions is because even if i loved it what you play to that soundtrack sounds awesome what you play to the final fantasy 7 soundtrack sounds awesome it's just it's there it's so traditional like video games it's like yes music games with great music okay there's a billion examples out there nobody wants to go to bat for anything that's different what we're here to talk about is games that's not what i know my idea for the platform is to really 
go for games that are doing some different groundbreaking shit. That's what I if, believe in. If that was honestly the case, Morgan, I'm going to call a little bit bullshit on this because if that was the case, Ape Out would have had the best soundtrack a few years ago. The Ape Out's... that was groundbreaking as fuck. Mm-hmm. Groundbreaking as... Well, it wasn't a three-layer burrito, Shay. That was a joke about Dash. Look, you're all riled up now. I was making a joke, and he's all. Rawr. Was it was Ape was Ape Escape 2018 or 2019? Ape out. Ape out. Or Ape Escape was, Ape was 1997. <laughs> was was Ape out 2019 or 2018? <laughs> it was 2019. Yeah, 2019. Okay, that was that was the year that, for some reason, a, another game won. But if we're talking about groundbreaking. Ape Out was the game that yeah. should have won that. The, that's the kind of game you want to smoke a cigarette um, after. What? You could yeah. make more of a case for Ape Out being groundbreaking. That's, but see, that's a case I, I respect. I said we give it to Ape Out that's, for 2020. That's, that's, whether I agree with it or not, at least you're bringing a case I, to the table that I respect about it being groundbreaking. But you didn't at the time. Now now you're yeah. changing. And I'm that's not why changing. I'm just saying there's not... Dude, in <laughs> 2019, the, you... the most groundbreaking soundtrack was Death Stranding, and I fucking fought for it. <laughs> if you don't think it is... Groundbreaking Again, in the sense that it absolutely is you know, groundbreaking. It was just like it was VH1 or something. The j- groundbreaking. You look, he seemed to you just can, really you like can when make developers joke. make a playlist you, for you. You can. I'm not saying it's the only groundbreaking game, Shay. I'm just saying I voted for something that I believe was groundbreaking. Right. I'm saying at the Fuck, time. We're in context. We I can't take my glasses in 2019. off. I'll take. I'll do it for you. At the Thank time you. We we're talking about Ape Out in 2019. You basically said, "Oh, it's just drum. It's musical drumming. There's nothing. There's no way it's going to be considered for that." And like, honestly, to hear you say that right now is is kind of insulting in a way. That basically you're saying you only want groundbreaking things. And at the time when a groundbreaking thing was brought up, it wasn't, in your opinion, groundbreaking enough. So yes, that's exactly right. Okay. It well, wasn't groundbreaking you. enough. <laughs> I, I, for you. Yeah, for yes. You. Yes. yes. It's we're giving our opinions. That's correct. Right. But this you're year, saying you want us all to highlight something. Well, and, and plus Shay, as we're getting but older, that's the whole point no, of No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on a second, please. You're you're saying you want to highlight things here that are more groundbreaking, but it seems often that it's your vision, your version of groundbreaking. Because to me, it's equally as groundbreaking as taking a classic track, reimagining these songs 20 plus years later, and giving out multiple versions. So much so that it's eight discs oh, God. for one soundtrack. Shay, you. Like, to me, that's in a way groundbreaking because you are putting so much there. But. I'm not going to sit here and argue about groundbreaking because that's not what this category is. This category is the best. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's favorite, and your Hmm. favorite is usually the same Hmm. traditional stuff. Hmm. Which is why I was trying to avoid all this by doing a compromise. Like I Shay, you've admitted that like you have this very emotional response to Volume C seven first. And that's a beautiful thing from your childhood and your story. That's that's why that means so much to you. They did a good they did a great job with, with the soundtrack for sure. But that's why you have that strong emotional reaction to it. In twenty twenty, your you are a musician, a friend I love and respect. Your favorite music of the year is one of the greatest OSTs of all time from basically twenty years ago. And it's like this is twenty twenty, man. We're looking to the future here. Like that's that's my 
take on it. I think that your love and your memories and your nostalgia is 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 a beautiful thing. But as a group, wouldn't you rather give the platform to something that's doing something a little more groundbreaking, a little more modern? It's not doing things more groundbreaking, I, according to me. It's, and we'll leave it at that. I'm, I will, I I will according facts. to literally... <laughs> All well, people. Hold on, Josh. That's Josh. Josh you know that's you bullshit. You know how many awards oh, The Last of Us Part Two has won for music oh, and best on, soundtrack. Hold on. You you said like my emotions and stuff and me admitting that I was crying is good and all. That was your exact reasoning for Death Stranding in 2019. You actually told us that part of that is you were listening to the music as your child was born. That was your exact yes, reasoning. Yes, but it's a modern, groundbreaking game. So it's okay for you to have that reasoning when it applies to a game that you want to win. No, when no, it it's to one of us. Not at all. No, I, it's not as groundbreaking or acceptable. No, no, I think that's completely fair. But it's not the emotion. I'm just saying that your emotion is tied to the nostalgia, and I, I think that you should bring it up. I think it's cool that it's something you feel passionate about. We're not talking about our f- necessarily your favorite of the year. We're talking about a group favorite. And when I'm my whole plea here is that as a group we would get together and say, Sword Chomp, our you know, favorite music of the year. We want to get out there with our platform. Sonic and put the Hedgehog this out Three. There. You're gonna have to not, start playing some actual not, groundbreaking games if you want this to specific. ever make sense as an argument. Yeah, that's okay. true. Well, I made the case, and people listening will know. That's all I gotta say. But I, but well, the point is not that that your choice. It's not to poo poo your choice. It's just that as a group, that's what. And and you you said definitively the Final Fantasy VII soundtrack should be the game that wins as a group. And you were so emphatic about it. And it's like what, what? It's I a, just wanted to uh, say while we have the opportunity, when you guys submit your personal top list to me in the coming weeks. Feel free to personally attack other members of the company in them. <laughs> That's how we do just things. Just fucking call them out by name. <laughs> it did, it yeah, did, no, look, what the one the one thing I would say at the end of the day because I wasn't like I know Final Fantasy VII is not going to win, and I, I'm okay with that, and that's why I let it go. That's why I was saying Ickenfell, I think is definitively the better soundtrack. How many how many people had Ori in their top three, and how many people had Ickenfell in their top three? I know you want there this to be a consensus, but also in their top three, there were three people that had it can fail. Yeah, it seems like a fairly three. easy way to just instantly veto something is by. I know, and here's the thing: at the end of the day, I am okay with Ori being there. I just wanted to make it clear that I wish Morgan had played more of Ickenfell because I think so, he had more appreciation. The, Persona the 5 the Royal and it I'm is. Not, I'm not saying I would have but the whole the whole top three category thing doesn't fly because Josh just throws his hands down and say oh The Last of Us 2 is a bad game and it's never going to win anything and I, I have know. to sit there and deal I with know. that for three I'm, weeks and it's I, bullshit. So my whole point is that I'm, I understand your frustration. I was just trying to find the one thing that we all liked. And that's fine. I don't I disagree with that, that pick I, either. I did appreciate that in the first place. The only thing I was trying to do was simply say, had you played this, I think you would have had some level of appreciation because I think this this game, It Can Fell, has a better soundtrack. And had you played it and you ha- more, and had you had a little bit more experience with it, which is the same reason you gave for me during Death Stranding, which I'm fine with, because I agree with it. Had I given that more of a chance, maybe I would have had a better opinion, a more um, cohesive opinion of it. Then I think this game would have won. That's all I wanted to say in the first place. I wasn't talking shit on Last Last of Us Two. I wasn't gonna talk shit about your bullshit groundbreaking label 
and that's my the job. lack thereof and every other choice Look, that we I, made. I was simply saying that I think it can feel ha- really had a good chance to win this category had you played it a little bit more. You didn't, that's fine. We move on. Ori's fine as that as being here. I think it can feel as better. That's my all point, I was trying to say. And I respect that. Even though it was, did not sound like that's what you were saying at the time. If that's what you meant to say, I respect that. It, my simple point was just that we were even interrupting if I liked each other it, and that's probably what happened is all. Okay. My simple point is You were interrupting. Shut up. It's very traditional. And I find like over the past couple years, the burrito joke started because I'm looking for games that are trying to approach music in different ways. I don't want to just sit down and do the hotline Miami thing where it's like this, this game has great tracks. It rocks. Right. That's not what I, I, I just, that's not who I am anymore. That's not what I want to use the platform for. And that's just, that's how I, that's why I feel strongly about it. And you know what, quite frankly, it like, I sat down last night and I didn't even want to do this podcast because I knew that the most groundbreaking soundtrack of my entire life was going to get nothing. It was going to get fucking nothing. And I like, I'm not looking forward to next week. I'm not looking forward to the week after that. This is the first time in my life where I'm not looking forward to doing this show because it's just going in a different direction. And I look around me and I'm just like, I know I'm not crazy because it's winning all these awards, but I sit down and talk to my friends and it's just like, I feel like I'm beating my head against a wall well, and I'm just not happy. I'm not enjoying myself. Well, so it's like, the f- it's the first week and the sound, the soundtrack is always going to be very, very highly personalized and diverse, which is why I think you made the right choice to find a, a, uh, compromise there with the soundtrack. I think you'll be more pleased with the next two weeks like i think this is probably this week and the third i think you're in your head a little bit more about about what you think because for the record there is the the game you are so concerned about there is stuff i think it is deserving of exactly um so but wouldn't you guys at least be able to say hey i'm not as passionate as you are about the last of part two i'm not nearly i'm not even a fraction as passionate about that game as you are i see merit in it i don't but let me, I'm talking about the music. But when you say something like, okay, I see why you think it's that's groundbreaking. the least impressive see, part of it to me. I, yeah, honestly. That's, that's insane. No. That's like, insane. To be honest it's with It's redoing you, a lot of themes from the first game, which is cool. But also that was your true. reason why Final Fantasy VII shouldn't be. First of all, derivative is not a remake. And how much do you know that, Josh? I sat there and listened to the whole OST. It's not as derivative as you think it is. I'd say How much they're using they a using? lot of the themes. It's not oh. redoing like song by song, but then again, the remakes from Seven only about half of them are doing believe- like you know one for one sort of remakes of the song. A lot of them are really redoing uh, and kind of reimagining where it's going. Um, I don't know why they didn't bring it up. I think mostly because again, Shay brought it up mostly for n- nostalgia. But they had mm. completely new themes for a ton of areas. The new yeah. Wall Market theme is excellent. It ha- it it's got a completely different feel than the original one, which was kind of cyber grunge, sort of a you know feel to it. And now it's you know like a bustling nightlife type city. Um, but like they they've redone a lot of stuff for that, and you're dismissing it whole cloth so again i'm not saying not they stole absolutely saying not... everything from the soundtrack of one but they reused themes again it's very similar it's got the same composer a lot of his stuff is just really really textural honestly forgettable type 
pieces with like the the themes are the only part you're ever going to remember from them. Uh, and so if those are reused, that's what's going to stand out. What about Matt Quayle? What about the fact that you get to play a fucking guitar in the game? If you want? I've never seen that in a video game in that's my not, life. That's not what a about part of the, the soundtrack. You, it's you fucking, don't, it's you part don't of the remember. music. What's wrong with you people? This is infuriating. This is so fucking infuriating to me. You it, you have such a fucking in-the-box view of everything in life. It's so frustrating. I remember like, bringing if it's unconventional, song, if it's un- fun. If it's unconventional use of music in a game, you dismiss it. Like, what the hell are we doing here? What the fuck are you even talking about? It's favorite music. It's music implementation. It's everything about music. It's not, I like these 10 songs. We're talking about soundtracks. I thought, yeah. No, we're talking about favorite music. I I thought that we had all decided it was favorite soundtrack. Well, even if that's the case. We're arguing a different. Two different Favorite categories. Favorite soundtrack here. is such a generic, like, what is that even? Well, how no, did you wait, even put wait, that into a box? This specified as anything else. This was how we've been operating the whole year. The whole, the whole past four months when I've been sending you guys moot. information, it was best soundtrack of 2020. It's every time we've put it up, it's been favorite music. But even then, would that have changed it I for you? I don't think... That's no. been listed as favorite music that's the thing. anywhere. I, I think, that, that's why I think hold, we're going different again, directions. Because you guys moved. don't even see it as groundbreaking. Let, that's well, hold, what scares Morgan, me. Morgan, hold on a second. Let these two say what they want to say. You asked us a question. Let me answer it. Had, it. had I known it had been favorite music, I probably would have looked at this game a little bit differently. To be honest with you, it, it wasn't even consideration for soundtrack for me because I don't remember any of the songs. The only songs I do remember, like you said, are the ones where... Ellie or, or like Joel are playing, tracks. and those are tracks that are old, kind of what you're saying, in nostalgic reimagined versions, like Take On Me. That's one of my favorite 80 songs of all time, but if we're going to acknowledge that Final Fantasy VII is largely driven by nostalgia, that has to also be acknowledged here. But that's for soundtrack purposes. If we're talking about music, yeah, I think that guitar... Playing is an awesome implementation. I told you that. I absolutely loved that. I think that was one of the coolest parts of the game for me. And you're seeing that in other places now too, which I think is really cool. But that more falls in line to me with like cool mechanics and ideas, which are some of the cooler things I mean, from that game. I think. I mean, if we're looking at music as a whole, which is what Morgan is talking about, which I honestly didn't know. I don't know if you two knew. I didn't know. That's not the way I was thinking about this category. I didn't think about it this way either because we've never done that in the past. Um. I I think that it would have been higher up on my list and it would have definitely been considered. I think to say no game has never done that, I think that there have been more primitive examples of that. Like you could play piano in games, for example, and you can make songs in games similarly as a result. Mm-hmm. I, I think the that the way, like uh, Rich is saying, mechanic, the mechanics of it, yeah, for sure. That's, I, as far as I know, um, it's pretty unique outside of like an actual music rhythm game like rock band or guitar hero or dj hero things like that out of the thing where that's the entire that's the game right yeah. exactly yeah exactly. Well, that's what i was saying the music is like a character not just the tech but the fact that it's integral to the story i I don't know if it's a, a character. I don't know if that's the right word. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. Well, the, 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 the idea of integral. Well, no, no. I, I get what you're saying, Morgan. The idea of that whole thing with like the the passing of the guitar between Ellie and Joel, like that incorporates itself into the plot which is important like if i'm being honest with you i still don't think it would be on the list for me just because this game isn't as important to me as it is to you right and i i think i'm i 
I think I'm going to be somewhere between Morgan and you guys when we talk about it in the coming weeks. I don't... I thought this was best soundtrack or favorite soundtrack, which is why it wasn't even on my consideration. Well, even if it was favorite soundtrack, I would have probably... Like, you might be right. Maybe it's on me, but I'm just saying I would have looked at it the same way. Like, I'm not... I guess our ideas of a traditional soundtrack are very different because I'm just thinking, like, when you say best soundtrack or favorite soundtrack, I'm just thinking favorite music and how it's implemented because if i'm looking at the soundtrack of those songs and how they're used in the game i'm considering those things as well so that's just part of the piece for me i'm trying to look outside the box yeah that's no that's fair i think if you brought it up as like best audio engineering in the game best sound design yeah sound design i guess would be the better wording for that yes this game is up there for winning that like i believe we have that as a category next week and we will be having that discussion. I don't, what is I, it just, about I don't remember. Or, I, don't I don't remember know. anything about the soundtrack other than the, like you said, the Pearl Jam song and Take On Me. That's the only two things. Yeah, those, those are the two. Well, that... But it can be effective. With, uh, I just feel that's what I'm talking about, though. Like the way it's used is not so much like I remember this very specific beat. It's more like how it made you feel in that moment being effectively used. Like uh, when like, with something that do gets shot, when Abby's friend gets shot and that that music's I, hitting in. Doo, doo. Yeah. Like, it's I, just I don't remember what that music is, though. That's the thing. Like but, I, but it's, it's not like necessarily like a theme all the time that you remember like a, like an Aries theme. That's the point. It's it's very outside the box of a traditional soundtrack. That's what I'm getting at. I I it's you know to be honest with you, I don't know if I agree with that. It's more at, like at the Breath time, of the Wild kind of thing. It's more sparse. It's used to you know. It, I don't know. It's one of those. I don't. I don't. I can't believe. I don't. I just. I, I don't remember like the music enough to know if I agree with you or not. That's what it is at the end of the day. It's not yeah. that I disagree with you. I just don't remember. That's all it is. I'm not trying Josh, to shit on. I can't. I don't I, know why, Josh. I feel like this would be totally your jam. Sparse classical music, weird no, it's int- good. implementation. It's, good. it's I don't just understand. very similar to the original. It's not groundbreaking. It's doing a lot of things. I mean, the, the whole reason they brought in the composer is because he did work on films that they liked. It's very much just a cinematic score. I do like a good one. Like you mentioned before, how they use music for like actual plot points like the guitar um kind of showing like in a physical sense how ellie is you know destroying her own life is cool i didn't give a shit at that point because they'd been telling me that for the last 40 hours but i think that would like as far as effective ways to do that, it was absolutely the best way they could have. Like that was that was that was really really good. Um, but I okay maybe I, like you don't, I, I'm maybe not you don't reading agree it as a groundbreaking soundtrack. Okay, maybe you don't read way. it as groundbreaking like I do, which I don't understand. But let's say I agree with that. Let's say I'm I'm, I'm taking that. Wouldn't you see that's the most of the options available? What would be a more groundbreaking soundtrack to you this In- year? In 2020. What? You're what would what, be a... Mo- no, no, no. What, what, I, was tr- I couldn't hear what Shay was saying after you What did, would be a more groundbreaking soundtrack? What's a more groundbreaking one in your opinion this year and why? Mm. The whole reason I edited my stupid video was to show you why I felt like it was groundbreaking. Um, Groundbreaking. You see what I'm saying? Even if it, even if you don't believe it's groundbreaking, isn't it the best shot that you have? 
No, I, I don't think no. that's it's not even in consideration. Think of something at the moment. Uh, like it, it's, but you can't think of anything. You say well, no. That doesn't make this groundbreaking I'm, by default. You would know it no, if there's a groundbreaking got... soundtrack. It's gonna come to your head, Josh. I was about Just, to mention at mm. least two. You were asking for the most, which is what I'm sitting here thinking of. Uh, Creeks has a really, really cool. Uh, it's it's not. Like we've we've mentioned music that changes as you play or whatever before, but this is like a randomized one. It's it's doing a lot of things. I actually I mentioned this in chat earlier. Uh, Creeks and the Pathless are both doing some things that are similar to what Ape Out did. Um, with mm-hmm. instead of having you know like oh just a new part of the track come in if you know you're in combat or something, by having essentially like these different like you know you know melodic ideas or or or, um parts of a song that can kind of come in at random as you're as you're playing through and that soundtrack's fucking amazing too um god damn it's good they there are some really cool ones i i really liked how no straight roads it's again it's more straightforward just having different versions of the same song come in depending on you know like games have done adaptive soundtracks for a long time now with like you know a heavier version of something um, like I thought this okay, was so, kind of, but like, it, those are good examples. Let's say we took those examples. Let's say you felt strongly about those, right? Whether I agreed or not, but you'd be the only one who would play those games. So technically yeah, I'm grabbing, so exactly, I'm at least I'm not, grabbing an example. Not, that, well, that's why I was giving you shit for the whole groundbreaking thing. Because again, you're talking about the oh, biggest triple A game of the year. Like, but so that's groundbreaking. The thing, it's, like it's just, here's the point. No, but that's the point, Josh. It's so hard to make those risky choices. Look at how generic so much AAA is when there's so many people, so many suits in the room wanting money. Like you don't see games take these risks ever. What risk are it they never taking? Happened. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure I follow. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about the game as a whole, but as far as the implementation of the music, they're basically like, okay, we're going to have this really sparse, weird sort of classical guitar thing, well, right? But they did oh, that and with then the we're going to pay one. this other component. Yes, yes, but that's my point. Even at that point, it was something that was out of left field. But yeah, it was, uh, oh, and we're also going to have yeah. this, like, we're going to have this weird guitar thing that you can just play in between moments if you want to sort of, oh, and uh, there's going to be this, yeah, let's have this. Mu- you and, know, and I'm just saying. Morgan, if, if I could just say, maybe you should take this into consideration in your thought process, because I think this is peppering your thought process, whether you are like aware of it or not you also played the first game for the first time very recently so this probably all seems like groundbreaking in that way to you whereas like i played that game in 2012 when it launched no I'm, well I w- you're right rich but what i was talking about was the implementation of, of musical and depth I, like when i, I said I, when i, I rattle those layers very cool. yeah yeah, yeah I that's do not think a that joke that's like cool. boom 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 there's like eight different musical layers in this game that's not a joke and there's cool stuff i'm not gonna ever tell you that stuff isn't cool i played around with that guitar thing the same way you did for quite a while and you're actually starting to um i actually kind of want to pull up the name of it now because i think it's on my steam wish list uh, I was talking to Josh about this the other day. Uh, a trailer for a game that premiered at the Game Awards was literally doing the same thing with the uh, the guitar that The Last of Us did. Yeah, and that that's but that's my my point is the implementation in the game um, is with all my entire point of the seven layer burrito was the implementation of all the musical depth, the layers. Like you get so I've never yeah. seen in my life a game with this many layers and that made music. A character at the same time with the guitar being the opening shot, the closing shot. That's what I believe, right? Okay, but that's the whole point. I didn't want to fight about it. I was just, yeah. I was frustrated I because know. I, I didn't I, even like, get, I get what a you're nod. Saying. I just, I, I don't. 
I don't, I don't know. I feel as strongly really about it sucked as you into do. the guitar and are just uh, like I was giving you guys shit for not like Ocarina of Time. You literally play the themes. They make you play the, the themes the, from yeah. the game. Like it's it's, it's not, not a new idea. Um, I'm t- I'm not. If that was the only layer, I would agree with you. What I'm saying is, yeah, they should have put some licensed tracks in there. As and it the seventh been- layer, it's beautiful because I get the, it. Just it's there's a lot going on there, man. There should Music have been in this um, game, some Earth, Wind, and Fire tracks. They, they and even let you write your own song in the game, dude. And then it, even and the then collectibles, it's permanently, the song the that you used to summon. Well, you get to write your own song, and then and that stuff is awesome. But I'm talking about this year. I'm not talking about so, comparing it to Ocarina of Time, although well, I still think yeah, it's that's, a that's thing. what he's talking about the the groundbreaking, the groundbreaking part. That's the, that's is, the only part that I'm comparing it to right there. I'm, I'm so oh yeah. I'm talking about all the layers. It's the most layered. It's the most groundbreaking musical burrito of all time. But does, we, but does I need that to get a make it the best? Just because it has a lot of layers doesn't necessarily make it the best. In fact, sometimes the flavors start to meld together and it gets gross and you're not Which, if, Oddly enough, that's kind of why I was bringing up Ickenfell because like I mentioned, it's like you were t- mentioning how sparse the soundtrack is, but those tracks are really long. They're really like they're, they're involved. They're, whereas, you know, like I was mentioning, Ickenfell, really short, condensed tracks to the parts that matter. Um it's art. It's art, man. It's art. Come on, you're killing me. It's the art piece. You're killing me. All right, my it's, wife it's is. Anyways, art. my wife is is getting really upset with me. If I, the only reason I wanted you're, to try and avoid this, upset. as as frustrated as I was, I was trying to avoid this whole thing, and the Aiken fell yeah. thing set me off. A I little know, bit, but I know. Well, I, I'm fine with Ori as well because that's. Up I there. think it, I think it's Ori. <laughs> yeah, like I like. I mentioned before, like Ickenfell and Hades are both way up on my list that we all also yeah. enjoyed. So that's that's why I brought those up. Yeah, let me see. I, okay. I think it's what, I think what else it's do I have higher on the list that we all played? I don't think everybody got around a Necro Barista. Um, that yeah. would have been up there as well. Yeah, I th- I think it's Ori. Yeah, I think it's Ori. Hey, Josh. Hey, Shay. You know what I was thinking about this week? I want to spend my money on a lot of different things, like a wall clock, a face mask, a puzzle, and a t-shirt. You know where I could spend that kind of money? I was thinking about webbed feet, but if you want all that, you can find it at store.swordchomp.com. Oh, store.swordchomp.com. And I've heard they have a bunch of different logos, too. I've heard they have the Sword Chomp logo, the Chomping After Dark logo, and they just recently got up the In the Blood and the Evoking the Sublime logo as well. The rumors are true. Well, that's good. That's good. So if you out there are interested at all, head to store.swordchomp.com. That's store.swordchomp.com. See you there. All right, so um, well, what a show! What a show that was, uh, to say the least. I'm glad we all kept the um, level head. I, I, th- I'm yeah. I really wanted to avoid any sort of arguments this year, and I think we did a great job of doing that. Big history will show that. Yeah, nailed it. Mm-hmm. So to a quick recap, um, the first category was best menu music, and we decided fairly calmly that it was Hades, of course. That part's true. Uh, for best menu music. 
our first time we've done this category. So congratulations to Darren Korb and Supergiant for winning this prestigious award. The second award we handed out tonight was for Best Song. And this one was a little bit of a sleeper. I had not played Paradise Killer, um, but nobody cared about my opinion. And <laughs> that game ended up one winning Best Song. You can't despite deny. The fact, Those beats were dope. <laughs> despite the fact that I brought in my guitar and played a live performance. Um, so congratulations to Paradise Killer for... I don't actually know who who's the composer uh, or who wrote that song. Yeah, but, uh, sorry, I'm very looking it up here. real quick. That's that's Come just on, this show in a nutshell is like our research department is googling on the fly. Berry topping. I think that's every. Oh, <laughs> how could I forget that? Mm-hmm. I love a good berry topping on my yogurt. Don't, um, don't we all? And of course, in the last category, which went by so quickly. Um, because we were all just in complete agreement. It was almost telepathic. We didn't even need to talk because we all knew exactly what needed to be done. We decided to award the favorite soundtrack of the year, favorite music, however you'd like to phrase it, to the one and only Gareth Coker. Well, I was actually going to send this podcast to if he won, and now I probably won't. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like a horrible idea. Yeah. Um, and, uh, that is what we settled on. Sometimes that's what you have to do. So, uh, that was an interesting show for sure. Um, it went off, I think pretty well. And then of course, in typical sword chomp fashion went off the rails at the end. Um, so I hope you enjoyed it as a listener. We don't need no stinking rails. That last hour is a doozy. Who needs rails? I can tell you right now, I have a migraine. It what? feels like a fucking. Did something happen while you were downstairs? Cyclops just took his giant penis out and screwed why it into the side of my crane. Why does he have to be a cyclops? Like, what is? Why does him having one eye have any effect on the scenario? Well, he can't see very well, and that's why he's doing a very poor no, job of skull fucking. He's that's really he's giving it a whole here, lot here. more than he needs to to get where he needs to go. He's really exactly. driving yeah, he the mustard. Yeah, no, no. He, perception he does not eye, let off on the gas early enough to really stop before the line. <laughs> yeah, Poseidon's no. kids are a doozy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, in all, all seriousness, that uh, Ori soundtrack is great, and there is an episode of In the Blood if you'd like to hear an interview with Gareth Coker. Go download In the Blood wherever you are now. We will be back next week with a fantastic... Uh, well, we'll be back with an all-new week of, of categorical Game of the Year. I'm going to get drunk on this one. Awards, that's probably a good idea, where we will go through every single award of the year from best, uh, or I should say favorite. We have to be careful not to use the wrong terminology. Favorite character, favorite moment, favorite gameplay. There's gameplay mechanics, all sorts of amazing stuff. Should be a lot of fun. And uh, you don't want to miss it. As you can tell, I am exhausted. So we're going to wrap this up. Um, it's a great thing we don't have another podcast to record, that's for sure. That's yeah. lucky. Uh, thank you for being here, Rich, from New York. Of course. Of course. Josh from Michigan. Shay from Japan. And I have General Mountain Time here in Montana. We will see you next week for an all-new episode.